Dear Mother, If I never set foot in the sanctum again, it will be too soon. Everything aches. My feet are tired from walking aimlessly through a maze. My muscles sore from wielding my sword and shield. Even my bones ache, down to the marrow itself, trudging about in this wretched armor. I feel as if I've used every ounce of mental aptitude I possess. Glitterbug was right. The sanctum is a testing grounds, and I believe it's been my patience that has been most heavily assessed. We allowed ourselves a short break after our experience with the spiders and wolves. Sarah seems out of sorts. Several times I've seen her hold Craggy up to her ear, only to pull it away and look at it with stifled contempt. Sari asked Victor about his knives singing to him in discordant harmony. It seems the choir may not all fancy the same melody. I asked Victor about his knives returning to him in battle. He explained that he becomes bonded to the blade as he spends time with it. It becomes part of the dance of battle. It's almost as if the knife is an extension of him and he an extension of the knife. They are one. Finally, it was time to embark on the next leg of our test. We each stepped through the purple shrouded archway and found ourselves in a labyrinth made entirely of purple crystals. We were surrounded by rock on every side, as if we were actually inside a geode ourselves. The archway behind us quickly closed as crystals grew where it once was. There we were, once again trapped with nowhere to go but forward. When at last the archway was gone, it was dark as night. All of us can see fairly well in the dark, with the exception of Bolt. They extended the chain in their arm and Victor led them through the labyrinth. There was an eerie silence in the maze. Our footsteps echoed loudly down each hall as we struggled to find our way. We had to double back several times. The hallways were narrow and we were constantly bumping into one another and stepping on toes. We didn't really need to walk so closely, but to say we were apprehensive about our straits would be an understatement. We were waiting for someone or something to jump out at us around every bend. In hindsight, I'm sure we looked like a pack of timid mice on the hunt for a bit of cheese, the savage glitter bug like a tabby watching us silently from her invisible perch, the occasional twitch of her tail the only tell of her consciousness. We eventually found ourselves in a room, the walls were adorned with simple sconces sporting purple lights. These walls, like the walls of the labyrinth, were made up entirely of lavender crystal. The shape and size of these crystals created a strange reflection, like seeing one's visage in a pond, but instead of viewing a perfect likeness, I was greeted by a distorted twin. In the center of the room was a single pedestal. Embedded in the column were five crystals stacked one above the other, Displayed on top of the pedestal was a rectangular-shaped box with no lid. We approached the box apprehensively. The box contained a tiny replica of the maze itself, a living blueprint of sorts. In the center, we found a tiny glitter bug figurine, like a doll in her sinister dollhouse. The figure was in a room identical to the one we stood in. Beyond the pedestal and the box were three doorways. The doorways were made of different types of gems, but where an opening to another room would normally be, there was a solid gem wall. The first doorway was made of rubies and had writing above it in infernal. The second was made of sapphires, above which was written safe in celestial. 
The third was made of topaz and had the word unsafe written in common. Unfortunately, none of us can read Infernal. As we started dissecting our predicament, the gems on the side of the pedestal began to light up one by one, like some sort of countdown. This put us all in panic mode. Sari shrunk Craggy down and put it next to the glitter bug figurine in the box. It simply vanished, then reappeared next to her. She then tried to walk through the sapphire doorway, which said safe above it, hoping there was a hidden entrance, but there was no way through. Ezra was certain the model with the miniature glitter bug had a purpose in the puzzle. He picked up the little figurine and slammed it into the model's sapphire doorway. There was a bright flash and the whole room seemed to shift beneath our feet. The safe sapphire doorway was clearly not an option. With the time ticking away, Victor grabbed the glitter bug figurine and moved it to the ruby doorway in the model. Again, there was a bright flash of light and the entire room moved. It seemed the only option left was the topaz door, the one labeled unsafe. Bolt took up the glitter bug figurine and pushed her through the topaz door. As they did so, we were all magically transported into another room. This came as a huge relief. I did not want to know what happened if our time limit expired. The second room was almost identical to the one we had just been in. So began our puzzle-solving journey. After several rooms with gem-covered doorways labeled with cryptic messages, we entered a long, winding hallway. At the end of the hallway was a huge round room. The ceiling was 100 feet tall and was adorned with sharp crystals pointing downward. Not the kind of room you'd want to be in during an earthquake. On the perimeter of the room were seven stone pedestals that were stuck in a circular groove in the floor. Atop five of the pedestals were stone statues. One pedestal contained a box, and the remaining pedestal was empty. Our eyes took in the scene before us. Another puzzle, no doubt. Suddenly, we spied a body across the room in a heap on the floor. I rushed over and knelt beside the body and found a gnome who is, without a doubt, Einor Elovir. She was alive but unconscious. I moved to wake her and Ezra started to panic. Einor is from Willow Creek Hollow, as is Ezra. If she recognizes him, she could reveal his identity to the Arcanum. I mentioned in a previous letter that Ezra's father gave him a book and the Arcanum have been hunting him down ever since. I revealed to Ezra that I know this book contains highly classified magic, which I can only assume is time magic. I've been instructed by Lucan, my employer, to find the book and to keep it safe from the Arcanum. We cannot let Ezra's book fall into the wrong hands. It didn't feel right to not at least try waking Einor. Ezra agreed to hide behind Bolt as I gently put my hands on her. She wouldn't wake up. I tried to provide her some healing, but she must have been through something horrible and her body had put itself in some sort of protective sleep. We wouldn't be able to do anything for her unless we could get out of the sanctum by completing Glitterbug's tests. Victor found a cloak, a tricorn hat, and a porcelain mask with red stripes down the cheeks in the box on one of the pedestals. As Victor studied the statues, he realized each one was a character from the story of the Weeping Swordsman. It took us a bit of time to devise a plan, and after being in the room for 10 minutes, everything began to shake. We heard a loud crack, and the ceiling above, the one with the dagger-like crystals hanging from it, dropped 10 feet. I could almost feel Glitterbug's amusement as we launched into hysteria. 
Before long, Victor was acting out the entire story of the Weeping Swordsman, playing the role of the title character himself. I have never heard the story. It was really quite heartbreaking. The story tells of a swordsman named Denarian, who had fallen in love with a noblewoman, Melina. Melina had been promised to another, but her father told Denarian that if he could prove himself, he could have Melina's hand in marriage. The swordsman bested every opponent sent his way, and it seemed, against all odds, a commoner would be allowed to marry a noble. But the tale ended in sorrow, as Denarian was framed for the murder of his beloved. He tried to prove his innocence to the Arcanum, but they didn't believe him. He was able to escape the Arcanum's clutches and ran into the night. It is said that Denarian now roams Terabon, seeking to right wrongs by killing his foes. He leaves his victims with two cuts on their cheeks, where the blood spills down their faces like grotesque red tears. I can't imagine the story is true, but if it is, I'll keep a careful watch if I ever find myself there again. About halfway through the puzzle, Victor discovered a dagger with an onyx gemstone inlaid in the hilt. According to Victor, this knife belongs with the sixth wing. I have much to learn about this group Victor belongs to. Most of the blades Victor uses have been given to him as gifts. His favored knife, which he calls Shadow Song, was forged by his father. I know Victor's mother is the leader of the fourth ring. I wonder where his father falls in the hierarchy of leadership. Victor finally ended the story of the Weeping Swordsman by killing one of the statues. As he did, another doorway opened in the circular room, hopefully a way out. Bolt picked up Einor and carefully wrapped her in a cloak, then strapped her to their chest. We made our way into the next room. A large treasure chest sat in the middle of it, and Victor moved straight forward to open and examine its contents. As he approached, the chest began heaving. The lid shot open to reveal two rows of razor-sharp teeth. Six terrible eyes blinked open just above the cruel mouth, which was dripping with saliva. The tongue of this creature whipped out and lashed itself around Victor's arm. Ezra quickly shot orange magic from his hands to stop the monster. Bolt tried to whip it with its chain, but I think having the gnome strapped to its chest made for a bit of an impediment, and they missed. I ran forward with my longsword and freed Victor by cutting the beast's tongue from its mouth. Sari finished it off with the butt of her spear. It felt amazing to make such quick work of our enemy. We were rewarded 200 silver pieces for killing the monster, as well as a small stone pillar with a flower etched on its side. All this found within the belly of the beast. Another archway appeared, and we found ourselves once again in the courtyard of the sanctum with Glitterbug. She seemed both thrilled and perhaps a bit surprised to watch us best her second series of tests. We each took a moment to gather our thoughts before moving on to the final test. Finally, we could no longer prolong the inevitable, and we stood before the final archway. Bolt hung Einor's body in a tree, and I left her with my snuggle beast for comfort, and to help her body heal. There was no way we were going to risk her life by taking her with us through the third archway. Glitterbug told us there was an abolith beyond the orange barrier. Victor and Ezra described an abolith as a large fish. I thought to myself, I've eaten plenty of fish. How bad could it be? I had no idea what we were about to face. We all cautiously walked through the orange barrier, 
We entered the burned forest, and I was filled with a sense of dread and hopelessness. Behind us, the archway vanished in a cloud of smoke. Mother, I consider myself quite brave. This past year, I've had to prove my courage on a daily basis, but I would be lying if I said I wasn't afraid in that moment. We walked in silence down a dark path. The trees all around us were bare and black. The ground was covered in ash. I was cautiously looking through the trees, trying to spy this great big fish Glitterbug had warned us about. I took a step forward, and I thought I had stepped onto a patch of moss, like the lichen that grow around the base of the trees in the forest at home. I looked down, expecting to find little mushrooms sprouting from the damp earth. But instead of green plant life, the ground was a sickly-looking purple and fleshy. The wine-colored earth spread out for nearly 80 feet from where we stood. In the center of the tissue-like ground was a mound. Sarah, forever the reckless hero, moved closer to the mound. When she was almost close enough to touch it, huge tentacles unfurled from the center. This wasn't the abolith we were expecting, but equally as terrifying. Ezra tried to attack the beast with his orange magic, but it was swiftly absorbed into the monster's flesh, which soon started pulsing. It was rhythmic and haunting. The flesh continued to throb when suddenly, from within the mass, several insect-looking creatures emerged. They were the size of a fox and had claws with sharp pinchers, like a cross between a cicada and a wheelbug. They were the most menacing-looking beasts I've ever seen. Several more encircled us after crawling out of the tree line. We were in trouble. What ensued was complete pandemonium. Victor began his hypnotic dancing and started throwing out knives, gnaw, clinge, and shadow song, every which way, then called them back to him, slicing through the bug-like creatures. Sari was then quickly attacked by the arthropod enemies. Bolt put their new gauntlets to good use and began smashing away at everything in sight, but was having a difficult time making any of their punches cause meaningful damage. Ezra shocked us all as he began using time magic. I'm always delighted to see any kind of magic in use, having been so removed from it all of my life. But chronergy is truly something else. With the flick of Ezra's wrist, a line of shadowy bolt silhouettes flanked bolt on either side. Each counterpart glowed orange as Ezra determined which timeline he favored most. He decided upon a more agreeable outcome, and time truly stood still as that version of bolt executed a perfect attack on the purple flesh beneath our feet. I won't pretend to understand what I saw, but I know it wasn't just my imagination. This power Ezra possesses is truly mighty. It is little wonder the Arcanum is so fixed on finding Ezra's book. Seeing Chronergy magic firsthand makes me even more determined to protect Ezra and his power from getting into the wrong hands. It seemed we were making some decent headway, disposing of several of the large insects and slicing off a tentacle or two but our luck was quickly running out. Before long, Sari had been knocked unconscious and grappled by a large tentacle. Victor was completely surrounded and then overrun by the wee beasties. Like the heads of the mythical Hydra, as we cut off one tentacle, another would appear in its place. Even Bolt, the bulkiest and most resilient of us all, was hurting. Ezra had a potion of healing on hand, which he drank to boost his strength. Bolt tended to Victor and I to Sari. As Sari came to, while still entangled in the creature's tentacle, she managed to slice through the massive mound with her glaive, 
killing it on the spot. Our work was not done, however. We still had the little pests to deal with. But with the death of their mother, the babies began acting strangely. Some turned on one another. Others ran away, making our job much easier. Ezra threw a magical orange web on three of the beasts, entrapping them. Soon we had sliced through the last of them. The purple flesh was still wriggling and twitching, although it was clearly dead, like the chickens we slaughter for food. Exhausted, we approached the mound. Below the outer flesh, we could see a hoard of treasure within the monster. Ezra cut away at the flesh with his magic. We found a pile of money and gems and several potions. We also discovered a glowing ember core. We can only assume this was once Ambaris, the fire elemental that lived in this part of the sanctum, which must have been destroyed and absorbed by our violet-tinted foe. At the very bottom of the treasure, we found the most peculiar object. It appeared to be a shard of metal, shaped like a diamond, yet it was glowing with the brilliance of the sun. I have never seen anything like it before. Bolt cautiously picked the object up. It began shaking. We all took a step back, nervous of what new danger might befall us. I saw a combination of fear and astonishment flicker across Bolt's metal face as the object rose out of their hands and swiftly embedded itself in their chest, knocking them completely senseless. So everybody is standing around. Wait, sorry. Let me do that again. Welcome back. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> Welcome back to Tales of an Area, session five. Five. Uh, here, just just moments after Bolt is knocked unconscious. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Please. In character. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you all, you all uh, defeated this giant tumor, and you were going through its treasure hoard, and you found this shining crystal gem, something. Uh, it's very hard to look at, and uh, Bolt picked it up, and it immediately launched at him, and a panel in his chest that you, none of you have ever seen open opens up and slams into it, and then the, the panel closes, and Bolt just shuts down, which is something Warforged don't typically do. Mm. Uh, so tonight we're going to go ahead and start with um, Bolt. You're floating through nothingness, sort of like a gray miasma of smoke and void, but not actually like a void void, just kind of like... You know, that mm-hmm. fog that gotcha. uh, that you float through when you're unconscious sometimes. Not that Bolt's ever been unconscious before. And you start hearing images, or not images, you start hearing images. Maybe. Uh, what start, did I take? Yeah. <laughs> Victory. Wow. I can hear sound. <laughs> um, so you oh, wait, start hearing <laughs> sounds, and you hear, you hear this great crash. 
It's not you. I'm laughing at him. Yeah. He said. He said. He said. You can hear sound. Oh wait. You can always hear sound. I'm sorry. No. Anyway, so you can hear sound. You are floating through this green miasma. You hear what sounds like almost like glass shattering, but uh, ten times, a hundred times, and then a hundred times more um, in, in volume. And what's the word I'm looking for here? Amplitude. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and you hear you hear voices saying, "I've lost power to engine three. Last one's gone. We're going down." Here. Try and put us down somewhere where we won't die. That marsh looks good. And then you kind of see a flash of uh, four people kind of standing over you. The weird nebulous uh, shapes more than people. You can tell they're humanoid. Uh, and they're talking to one another and they say, we've got to do it. It's the only way that we're getting out of here. And you, you feel them pry open your chest and rip something out. Okay. And the last thing that you see before you fall unconscious, apparently before you were even aware that you have ever fallen unconscious, um, is them taking whatever they've ripped out of you and and breaking it into pieces. Uh, so you guys, th this only takes about six seconds. Barely enough time for you guys to act surprised, shocked. We noticed, though, that he... Yes. Yep. <clears throat> so he falls over. You guys rush over, kneel down to see what's wrong. The panel opens back up. This, uh, this, this crystal, this shining, whatever, floats up out and just kind of hovers above him. And the panel just kind of stays open, and your your eyes refocus and come back to life. And you're you're sitting there, and the thing is just floating over your chest now. Is it still glowing? It is very much glowing. Yes. What? Uh... What happened? I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> this, this thing, th this, this must have been what the trio was telling me about. It, it, it shot into your chest. Did you feel anything? Did, would it have been painful at all? It wasn't or... painful. I want to touch it. Okay, uh, sorry, you touch it, and you hear, you hear the choir of the crags kind of pick up until that little. <laughs> you know, as it kind of like spins around a little bit, but there's no immediate reaction. Like it doesn't open a panel in your chest or anything. <laughs> I assume I your flesh. <laughs> flesh panel. <laughs> I assume I can see the shape, but I'm not really getting any it vibes is, off it. Yeah, so it's it's a no. You can see it clearly through your uh, blindfold. You you Whoa. haven't seen anything like actually seen anything in a while, except for with your echolocation. But this thing is shining like a beacon. Uh, you can't see anything around it. It's basically covering your entire vision. And so instead of a big black blur, it's a big white blur. Um, but you can see it. Um, I want to try to slowly like sit up and see if it like follows or if it's like basically yeah. if it's stuck here and if I move forward, does it come closer to me or does it keep it, its, its distance? It keeps its distance with you. And then as soon as like you're sitting up and it's no longer hanging over you, it yeah. drops to the ground. I want to pick it up again. Okay. It's in your hand. What's it, what does it smell like? What does it smell like? I take a big old sniff. 
<laughs> How do you smell light? <laughs> okay, just give me a second. <laughs> it's different for every person. And what does it taste like? Yes, more importantly, what does it taste like? Uh, Is it like a battery? Science. Like when you touch your tongue? <laughs> like a nine volt? Yeah, nine volt. Who did I give inspiration taste, to last time? Tingling. Because you don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Not me either. Me. No, actually, I gave inspiration to everybody. Oh, did oh. you? You did? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we don't have it anymore. No, no, you saw it. That's that's a joke. Uh, if <laughs> I'm just very scared. Uh, it smells like order and metal. It smells like justice. Okay, no. Batman. No, order. <laughs> order. Yeah, order. Not odor. Order. Hmm. Well, while I was unconscious, there was a vision or something, a memory perhaps, of, well, I was floating through kind of a, basically a sea of fog and... I hear heard voices calling out about uh, some sort of failure of an engine, and uh, uh, a a uh, proceeding not proceeding um, a following crash hmm. in in marshlands. Is it just the noises, or were you seeing uh, visions? Th- there was noises at first, and eventually, I saw four figures looming over me, saying. This is the only only way to survive, right? This is the only way for us to get out of here. This is the only way for us to get out of here. And then apparently opening up this cavity and prying what I assume is the whole portion of this rather than just a shard. And then shattering it. And that's the last thing I saw before I woke back up and saw you, you four. Well, it does not seem to be what powers you, not your soul, because without it, your it must be your functions. One, one thing I will point out I is that, <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I will point out is that the piece that you're holding doesn't look like the piece. Oh, it doesn't? You, doesn't you can very like clearly see that this is, doesn't look like the piece. It triggered something in you, but it is not part of what was inside. Oh. While you're looking at it, I'm going to look and see if there's other panels on both. I roll me an investigation. <laughs> Click. Not a robot. <laughs> so so you say that th- th- this is different than... Yes. 16. Do you, 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 know, you think... It, it feels most of them covered similar, armor, but not quite the same. Hmm. The, other one, the other one was... And I will describe it. However, it's you know, uh, you don't you don't really know what the other one looked like. Yeah, you just it, it, you just have it, like the distinct impression looking at this that this is not. Uh, I, the the other one, I'm not 100 percent sure. It was shifting between multiple different shapes. Um, if you've ever have ever heard of uh, a fourth dimensional cube, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's been theorized before or a multifaceted gem but something you cannot count the facets on it just keeps shifting but i don't know if that's its actual form or if that's just and you uh, know what it, my memory is it was you right you saw your body it was not I, another's memory yeah i would have looked down like yeah. in the memory i could see like 
you know, you can you can see first person. Yeah, you're out of your mm-hmm. peripherals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> it, was, it was first person. May I? Sure. It seems to be inert at this point. I want to take it and I smell it. <laughs> no, don't worry. No, no. Oh, you need to it, roll. Okay. No, no. It doesn't smell like what he said. It smells like that's All for right. sure. <laughs> you're like, oh, farts. Gross. Pretty, pretty about the beans. It is. It smells like. Uh, it it smells. So when Sari was up uh, on patrol one night, she got really lucky and a tree nearby was hit, struck by lightning. Mm. It smells like the ozone burning after that. Mm. I don't know what kind of order you're used to, but unless it involves fire and burning, that doesn't smell like order to me. I want to lick it. <laughs> uh, roll me you take a constitution saving throw, please. Swallow it. Uh, that is not fabulous. He's going to have to roll multiple saving 13. throws 13? The next, over the next couple hours as it works its way through. And what's your spell save, DC? Uh, let's see. It would be 3 plus 2 13 also. Uh, so you're good. Okay. Yeah. It just it zaps your tongue a little bit, almost like licking a battery. Um, sort of tastes like burning as well. Hmm. Victor, would you mind just giving it a sniff? And see Everyone, if, smell it. See if I yours don't is usually go and sniff things from other people. But, but, but you you've got the best sniffer of all of us. That's what I'm afraid of. It smells like a sheep. <laughs> it smells like sheep. I mean sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I should have expected this. Dallin is. I'm just, gonna make eye nor smell it and get back. I don't know what it is. <laughs> just feel bad that I made them look so, at the table again. It smells like arcane. <clears throat> it smells like arcane magic. Mm-hmm. It smells like my school. Yeah. Okay, you try it, Evie. Pass it here. Everyone take a toke. Pass it on. <laughs> it's tough pass. You're not sure where you've ever smelled it before, but it smells like a giant. Oh, poop. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you two must be brothers. Yeah. That wormhole. Oh, that wormhole yeah. is in effect. It smells like a giant. I really can't explain that. I've, I've never met one. When. Okay. I have. It's not a pleasant smell. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> the trio. <clears throat> they are. The gods I serve. Yes. Has everybody done smelling the, the thing? Yes. <laughs> Until we get back to Einor, yes. Okay. <laughs> Einor, wakey, wakey, eggs yeah. and babies. Smell, smell that. Smelling salts. You don't know us. Tell us what this smells like. <laughs> we need a sixth opinion. There's like five adventurers standing over <laughs> you as you wake up. Sniff this. <laughs> it's like, smell my finger, you know. <laughs> That's so gross. Okay. They told me that we would find something in the sanctum that was surreal and like it didn't belong in this world. Hmm. This has got to be what they're speaking of. Unless it was that vomitous mass that just about destroyed all of us. How could could it be that not, as well. How could it not belong in this world if it's in this world? And don't talk about Victor that well, way in front of him. <laughs> Victor, there <laughs> are things called <laughs> meteorites. They're not yeah, really from this like world, but they don't rush into the don't surface. Give any more reasons. They make nice knives. Uh, I, I need to retcon something. You don't know what a meteorite is. Oh. Okay. I, I don't know them. 
right? I just assumed I was smart. I just assumed. No, I you smart. are very smart. You don't know what a meteorite is, no. Oh, okay. You vomit his mouth. So we stars, That's like, what is insult. the... Ex, do we see stars, understand stars? Yeah, are there stars in the sky? Uh, yeah, there are stars in the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, it a, is it a study? Of, like, constellations yeah. and stuff? Mm-hmm. There's an astrology. Okay. <laughs> you've seen, you've seen yeah, shooting stars. Like, in fact, Manaport has one of the greatest observatories in the land. Hmm. Perhaps they know something. Well, this is a bit of a mystery. I don't know that we're going to learn any more about it standing around here well, smelling is it, it, <laughs> as, as entertaining as it's been. Is it magic? Maybe it came through one of those portals that you fought off the undead from. A void rift? It could yes. be. That those only seem to bring bad things, does Well what I'm thinking is that perhaps these crystals power other like you. Others like you. Mm-hmm. Perhaps yours was taken and used for something else and this originally belonged to another. Perhaps your brother? Well or your sister? Or I'm not sure. If there's not a gender, how do you say boy or girl? Yes, that's what I'm sort of family. struggling with. Your family? Sibling. Sibling, of course. Sibling. Um, Eve, you said your your gods said that there would be something. Did they describe anything in particular? Did they say it was an item or a creature or... How did they know? They said something. Their gods. Hmm. Victor, do you not Who knows? have a god? None that I trust more than my own two hands. We'll have to fix that. The feet been... mm, No, we'll have to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You may not know this, but my ladies blessed you all with a boon of health and recovery. Mm, I didn't but see any ladies other than you two. I was confident it was the vodka, but that does explain. I do see. It does explain. Uh, I mean, you able to access like access uh, our magics. Thank you. Normal. Thank you, Bolt. Hmm. I'm saying I'm, <clears throat> I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just saying it's not something I'm familiar with. Okay. Um. They didn't give specifics. Hmm. They just said it was something in the sanctum hmm. that would seem like it was not part of this world. Perhaps we ought to take it back to the academy and see if anyone there might know more about it. Perhaps the Arcana might look at it. (laughs) (laughs) You're just so cute sometimes, Victor. We're basically all glaring at you. (laughs) If it's a problem that would affect all of us, you think you want to tell the people Mm. protecting you? They're not protecting us. Victor, do you honestly trust the Arcana? Not particularly, but they pay well. Victor, are you on the payroll? From time to time, I take a contract here and there. But I How? can't say I, w- I am in Arcanum, hmm. per se. I know you have bad blood with them, but... Um, <clears throat> this is a Tory question, Tori, yeah. that I've been thinking about actually today, but... How does the Arcanum get their money? Is it through, like, taxes? Like, taxpayer dollars, or...? Uh, so they have they have wealthy benefactors, they have other businesses that they're in. Uh, they sell like they they don't sell their services. They more just kind of act as like a a retainer force. Um, they also have a lot of different villages that they, it's not like paying tribute. It's more like it's more like you saved us, so we're we're 
generously donating food. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of just everybody kind of just pitches in to help the Arcanimus. So they're a non-profit. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. like a non-profit. Is there, yeah. is there any compulsion? There's never a compulsion to... No. You're never, you're never under required. The most strictest... like, when you go there and you get like a permit, they, they, they tap the little tip jar a little bit, you know, maybe, <laughs> but you're never required to pay anything okay. for their services. So it's like it's one just, of those socially, mm-hmm. like, it's, un- it's socially unacceptable to not support. But, but it's but, not absolutely required. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like just tipping. kind of yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, and to be honest, like they don't really want for much. Like you've never really seen an Arcanum guard that was like, oh, I need to have the greatest luxury item. They're usually very much like, we're all about justice, and that's it. I don't just, know. Justice is our luxury. Just the yeah. the truth. Cool truth is the only is the only uh, drug that we need. Justice sustains us. <laughs> okay, Judge Shred. Okay. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Oh, sorry, um, little <clears throat> guy. It's okay. <laughs> Back to <clears throat> Victor. Roll me a perception check. The ceiling drops another. Remember because it was the eighteen. So you kind of look around at this. Uh, what, what's kind of left of this fleshy growth mm-hmm. on the ground, and you see that it's actually still moving, and it seems to be like collapsing in on itself. Um, I think we should move fairly quickly. The ground might not hold any longer. Is it stable? Can we take it, put it somewhere safe? Yeah, I was actually going to ask if we could take a sample uh, in a jar or something uh, maybe to bring back oh, to your kind of the, 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 like, the skin thing if this is made of extra yeah, dimensional of the, of the don't tumor, put it in the bag <laughs> of the tumor thing yeah you, just, you we'll, can take a sample just take a knife out just cut a chunk out yep yep and well, yes, are you just leaving the rest um, it's pretty big well, isn't it? should well, we it's like in, time, in times like yeah. this burn it fire works pretty well okay so, yeah. fire like does work really well against this thing it starts burning it away um, and within within minutes you guys you just cleared an entire swath and everything is burnt and just it's just ground underneath Ezra and I okay. are just like, it's just burnt ground underneath yeah. <laughs> is there fire bats from yeah. starting yeah. up to light them up <laughs> light them up yeah. um, can I attempt to close the cavity of my chest or is that already I want to see what uh, happens if you it put it back in Okay, I will try to. As soon as it, it gets close, it's like trying to push a magnet yeah. up mm. against its positive. Like, Sorry, it does this. <clears throat> I want to go to. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. So it seems to know that you are not uh, its owner. Or well, it's just one and done. Is this just waiting for someone else. Perhaps. Hmm? Is this place still collapsing? I think it was uh, just it's not collapsing, it's just that the, the, just kind of just the, the ground, ground was like coalescing, okay. Okay. That, that fleshy Should ground, but now it's just burnt ground. Perhaps Glitterbug might have some ideas what this is. <clears throat> if no, we want to show her, but, her. but sure. we ought not to, to leave you, the you. gnome much longer in her care, I think. Yeah. That's fair. Whatever her name is. I'm worried we'll get back. She's like drawing a mustache on her. Before we get back, Eve, there's something we kind of talked about, but don't fully. You told me your employers told you or sent you to protect the book or protect me? A little bit of both. How do who do you work for and how how do they know who I am? I'm no one. They 
they don't. It's all right, Evie. I think we can trust them. Okay. The man I work for <clears throat> was contacted by someone, I don't know who, um, explaining that there was a book of magic that they were interested in, that the Arcanum was after. Oops. I was told its last known whereabouts, which was um, old Willow Creek Hollow. Willow Creek Hollow. <laughs> old Willow Creek Hollow. <laughs> Good old Willow Creek. A new Willow Creek Hollow is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> That's too posh. <laughs> it's debatable. I was told that that was the last whereabouts, and he asked me to look for it. So hmm. when I met you and you said that's where you were from, and you just so willingly told us about being on the run from the Arcanum because of this book, I just put two and two together. Mm -hmm. I did tell my employer about you, and that uh, this was before I knew you, really. And he said to keep an eye on you and that you probably needed as much help as, as you could get to make sure that it was out of the hands of the Arcanum. I don't, I don't know if the person who wants this means you harm. I don't know for what purpose they are looking for it. What does your employer want with it? Does Do they want it or just... We've been contracted to collect it. Mm. Find it. You've been contracted to find it. Hmm. You've been contracted to find it. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> so and I'm not the only one that takes contracts here. I don't see you. Do. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. There, there, Victor. That being said, I I know that mm. puts things in an interesting situation. I. I need to speak with my employer. Mm -hmm. Can mm -hmm. I do messages work? They might. You can try one. <sighs> Let me try something. That was peach, peach of parchment. <laughs> a peach of parchment. A peach of parchment. You see a right. glitter bug in the next room, like reading it and then like writing back. And then <laughs> glitter bug. It was her all along. <laughs> Let me send him a message. We'll see if I can. So. Eve is going to write a message on this piece of parchment that says, have, have you heard word from the person who, who has hired us to fi find this book? What do they want with it? Do they mean this young man harm? Okay. And I will get out my ring and say base and roll up the parchment and try to push it through. It goes right through. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was incredible. Uh, it takes about quite a fascinating device up there. It was a gift. It takes about five minutes, and then you get a reply back. Comes out. Well, technically, the the ring grows cold mm -hmm. until you uh, say the command. I think it's the same command word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then it the scroll kind of like appears or reverse the ring. Esab. 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 <laughs> and oh, sorry, Dodger. <laughs> And uh, the the scroll says, negotiations have stalled. Keep with him. I'll give you more information soon. Hmm. You, sh you share that with him. Mm -hmm. This is what it says. 
I trust that you'll make <clears throat> the right decision when the time comes, if it comes to it. Ezra, I trust the trio more than anything, and they have said that you are a worthy companion. And so if it comes between choosing loyalty to my employer or you, I would choose you. Thank well, you. Well said. That's strong words coming from a paladin as well. Speaking of employment, Bolts, I think our contract is technically resolved. I think you're right. I hope you still travel with me. Kind of become my only friend. <laughs> Laters! <laughs> See ya! Um, I, I honestly, I haven't had this much excitement in decades, so I'm curious to see where all this ends up, and if you guys are willing, I've got some, I've got some places we could possibly go and try to find out what that shard is, or maybe find others like it. And yeah. Find the one that was removed from you. Yeah. Of course. Well, I say we go back to town. Uh, our time's probably almost up. We don't want. Uh, yeah, you got about you got about forty-five minutes. We left. don't want click click or whatever to uh, to to abandon us here. Leave. Guess guess. Guess guess. <laughs> it's just a thing now that I don't is, know names. I don't is, remember it's, names. It's not my job to. Uh, <laughs> it's not my job to correct click, players. Click. <laughs> Except for when well, it comes to meteors. Let's, let's <laughs> <laughs> pull the phone. No, no. Uh, let's go ahead and get back to the sanctuary then, and is see if I know. Is there a okay. way out? <laughs> yeah, the way you came. But that archway disappeared. Oh no, there's a trail with an archway leading mm -hmm. right back to that main sanctum. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Expeditiously back on the road. Uh, Nobody ate anything while you were here, right? <laughs> Nobody ate anything in this place? Uh, I I just, I Technically, you had some love sap, but I, I don't think that counts. I yeah. licked the crystal. Did you lick it? Oh, that's what you did. Battery. Yeah. Battery. You ate a battery. Tasted like a battery. Uh, so you guys go back through the archway, back to the main sanctum, and you find uh, Glitterbug happily dancing around uh, through the air, well, I guess flying around through the air. And she goes... It's done, it's done. I can feel it gone already. You guys are wonderful. Thank you so much for clearing that corruption out of there. Are you talking about this? And I hold the jar up. And, and, she, I... and she drops down. She does that little cat thing where they like arch and hiss at it a little bit. <laughs> the Prince of Dragon. Uh, and she's like, yep, that's, that must be it. it. That feels right. Um, it's a bit smaller than I thought an abolith would be. Uh, it wasn't an abolith. It was some kind of mound of flesh with tentacles. Hmm. Similar boring. to an abolith, but it was not same. boring. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, as we come out with like cuts and yeah, I'm like and half and dead. Like... Well, more than half. <laughs> <clears throat> not dead yet. Not dead yet. I was, um, but then I came back. She, and she says, "Well, you you did what I wanted you to and what I asked, and uh, therefore, congratulations. You have beaten Hollow Bend Sanctum. Hopefully, you grabbed the treasure from the last place. Yes. Mm -hmm. What treasure?" Mm -hmm. Oh, well, anyway, well, if you yeah, missed it... Is there a way to, to help your... Um, to make the mud men shut up? Is there a way <laughs> to make your um, your friend, your other guardian, come back to life? I believe we might have a uh, piece of them? We, we, we have, have his core? We have his I, I grabbed that out of the pack. Oh, that would make things a lot easier. If you can find some sort of shaman or druid that might be able to bring him back, that would be great. 
I'm just take otherwise a it's going to take a while. But, but uh, I'm not uh, paying for that. So we, we bring it back to life, and then what? It should find its way back to me. Should. Eventually. Hmm. <laughs> and Has it... Or whatever or spawns from it. The... Sometimes elementals are weird. Perhaps we... She says, changing colors immediately afterwards. <laughs> Perhaps we bring it back here before no, casting no, any no sort of... Than our revivification company. spell on it. Maybe, perhaps. Hmm. But I did promise you a reward if you cleared the evil. So just a moment. And she flies off just through the archway, just barely into uh, Emberland. And she grabs, uh, she snaps a, a burnt twig off. And she uh, drops it in Ezra's hand. And then she she rushes off to Snowland. And she snaps off one of the frozen twigs and comes back and drops it in Ezra's hand. And then she runs uh, to the crystal archway and she kind of picks a little bit of the ground until she uh, grabs a small little fleck of that crystal labyrinth that you guys walked through. And she comes back and she puts it uh, in Ezra's hand. And as soon as like all three of them are in your hand, the two twigs start twisting together and uh, the crystal kind of goes up and caps on top of it into a magical wand. Ooh, sweet. And uh, you can identify it. Yeah. If you want, and I'm, I'm going to send you the link uh, in the assets page here so you can see it. But for everybody at home, this is a <clears throat> wand of fairy mischief. This is my homebrew item. Um, it require, it's an uncommon item. It requires attunement by a spellcaster. It has four charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges. If you do, you point the wand at two creatures that are within 60 feet of you that, could, that you can see and are within 30 feet of one another. Uh, you may target yourself with the ability. When you do, each creature must make a dexterity saving throw with a DC equal to your spell casting DC to avoid the dazzling array of colors that streak from the wand. A creature can choose to intentionally fail the saving throw if it wishes. Um, if both creatures fail their saving throw, they swap places, teleporting into one another's square instantly. If one creature makes it save and the other does not, the creature who failed their saving throw is pulled 20 feet towards the creature that made its saving throw. Unless blocked by an object, if it would be uh, if it would enter a space occupied by another creature or object, the failed creature is pulled into the space adjacent to the other tar- the other target. They collide, and the target who failed their saving throw takes one d six bludgeoning damage, and then they are stopped from there. And then, if both creatures make their save, they may each move up to ten feet in any direction they choose without provoking opportunity attacks. <laughs> cool. um, it regains one d four charges at dawn, and if you spend the last charge, you have to roll a d twenty on a one. Uh, it turns into a remnant of the fairy dragon that made it, in this case, Glitterbug. Uh, and they will they will shout that you have to find them and then run off. And if you can't find them within, I think they, they hide within like a 20-mile area or like a one-mile area or something like that. But if you can't find them within an hour, the wand disappears. Otherwise, it returns to your hand uh, hmm. with, I think it's with a charge. Interesting. Yeah. It transforms back into the wand with one charge remaining. So... So it's the wand of battlement pla- battlefield placement <laughs> <laughs> slash mischief because <laughs> yeah. it could go wrong. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and Victor, I don't think I answered your question fully, but if you do uh, resurrect the guardian, Glitterbug does believe that will calm the that down. In fact, she even says that they'll calm down naturally now that the now that the aberration is gone. Okay. It was. It's just going to be a matter of like regathering guardians at this point. Okay. Perhaps the Arcanum will pay us a bonus if we can deliver this bit of, uh, well, core and information. I like the way you think. Hmm, that's a first. 
for you ever? Or yes. just from Victor? No one has ever said that to me before in my entire life. You'll never hear me complain if there's more money involved. Unless it's coming out of my pocket, of course. Yes, Can we yes. all keep it down just a little bit? I've got a split <gasps> and a headache. No. The baby's awake! Yeah. <laughs> the baby! Wait, you, and she goes, wait, why am, I in, why am I in a crib? Why, what are these... I, I pick her up and I hold her against me and I go, they're there. So okay. I'll take, I'll take back the cloak. What's going on here? Who are you all? Sorry, who are y'all? <laughs> Einor, I presume. That's right. Uh, reputation precedes me as usual. It does. My name is Eve. It's so nice to meet you. We nice came looking you for you when you were missing from the festival. Oh, you're the rescue party. Yes, obviously. So you've heard <laughs> of us. Well, um, you're trapped in here too, then. No, so. actually. I know there is actually a fourth gate now. Yeah. Not any longer. Oh, you actually managed to do all the challenges. Well, that makes me feel a little, uh, a little terrible. What brought you here in the first place? Well, it was either this or bandits. Um. It seemed like this was the better idea at the time. And so Glitterbug told you that in order to get out, you had to go through all of the... Yep. Apparently this place is some sort of crucible. Mm -hmm. I believe it was a dungeon. That's what you said. Sanctum! <laughs> <laughs> Still flying overhead. Whatever. Worst sanctum ever. Victor sniffs at the idea of a gauntlet. <laughs> ha! <laughs> you can't say gauntlet, because then we have to put the gauntlet card in. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop that. <laughs> So, um, let's see. You were on the road. You were attacked by bandits. Yep. You ran through here. You got yep. stuck, uh, apparently, at the play. You might need to refresh your memory about... Um, you know, I haven't seen it in a long time. I got a few things wrong, and I'm, I'm, I, you know what? That, that knoll's tougher than he looks. <laughs> That's for sure. He's fair. He's fair. It was pretty hard. <laughs> but it seems like you, you all did okay. Well, there's five of us in front of you. I'm impressed yeah, you got I, that far. I, I did lose uh, I did lose my friends, that's for sure. We found some friends. of them Employees, with the spiders. They were like friends. Oh. Yes, oh. the one that was hanging in the... And the stone. Yes, right. Ah. Sorry about that. <clears throat> they smelled like spices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Old they, spice. They, they carried... <laughs> look at that stone statue. Now look at me. Now back to the stone statue. <laughs> it's also me. And now we're sponsored. <laughs> I'm on a horse. I'm on a horse. Yeah, well. <laughs> so I'm both of them are dead? Unfortunately. Unless you have a way to unpetrify someone. Mm -mm. No, mm -hmm. he's dead. He's gone. He Victor, was... Victor vividly remembers uh, shattering him to pieces when he knocked him over. He's dead. <laughs> Next day on the open stage. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm just a chef. I'm trying to so. see if I speak pig Latin. It's <laughs> just weird. No. Comedy. It's just orc. Don't. Hey, I resemble that. <laughs> you resemble that. Um, it's actually Ubby Dubby. That's orc. Oh, oh. Well, I think, Glitterbug, this has been lovely. It's been fun. Let's do it again. Okay. Right now? I'll call no. you. Oh, okay. And With that ring of yours? Yes, actually. And, and may I? 
And she, and she taps it and she goes, ding, 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 ding. And it flashes purple for a moment. And she says, just call my name. Ah. So now you can communicate with Glitterbug as well. The equivalent of like, a pen pen my phone. All you have to do is write your message and say Glitterbug, and it will send a message. Just to ghost you. You're, you're going to get random text messages. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you up? You up? <laughs> 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 there, is this my, a booty call? My fairy dragon booty why, call. Really? Why is she sending me pictures of eggplants? This is so <laughs> weird. Glitterbug slide into your DMs. She, she just say. loves eggplants. Yep. That, that's what nope. it is. Yeah. Okay. Nothing else. Well, um, I know. Why don't we get you back to the brew bash? It might not be too late. Do you think you can walk, or would you prefer to be, baby? <laughs> I bend over like like when you're like a little kid, like, and she like slaps your hands away, like fully not caring that it's this literally metal and plate, you know. Uh, and she's just like, I can walk. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Do you need any medical attention? No, I mean, I feel great, uh, except for the splitting headache, but I assume that's just being from being unconscious and, or whatnot. Glitterbug, is there anything you can do for those of us who've been injured? Wink, wink, hint, hint. Uh. <laughs> and she disappears. <laughs> oh. 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 I was a host. smile for a yeah. little bit. <laughs> I'd be happy to provide some... Heels to anyone who needs. Um, I well, let's, uh, let's get. I've felt better, but perhaps on the um, ship. Oh, we have those medical tents back at the festival. That's true. Let's get back on we, the. We just might need to get drunk first again. You can do that. Yes. That would be easier. You guys would have had enough time to take a short rest while you were talking. I think. Okay. You guys have been that long with plus. I took a really day. short rest. Yeah. There. <laughs> Six seconds. Eight. I need all the hit dice I can go. Sari, did you ever have any little snugglies like this when you were young? Um, actually, <laughs> spending an hour just like who's the big spoon? They are. The snuggle beast is a big spoon. This is getting weird. <laughs> Casting large on the snuggle beast. Um, actually, my my mother did give me. Well, it was a little um. It was a little baby dwarf, actually. Uh, it didn't make a lot of sense to me at first because I didn't know who my dad was, but um, she took it away from me when I was about, oh, 12. Um, so not since then. Hmm. You? Yes, of course. An owl, ah. surprisingly. Mm. Maybe not surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should name them. Good idea. Let me check the poll results really quickly. <laughs> I was, I was, wish? I was thinking At about this very moment. I, I was thinking about naming mine Mr. Growly for owl. Get it? I love it. And bear. Okay. Great. I think I will name mine Tufflepuff. <laughs> it that, rolls off the tongue. That's quite cute. <laughs> Tufflepuff. <laughs> Way better than a Hufflepuff. Legally these distinct. Guys are snoring. <laughs> It's at least 30% different. Cover it. Tufflepuff. I'll just cover this for the rest of the episode. Like we'll be fine. So are they named. Right. Two little tiny collars appear from Glitterbug <laughs> in, uh, around the uh, Snuggle Beasts nice. for you. So. And, they, and, they have, and they have a BFF. Day, oh, yeah. a it's, little, it's definitely little like half of a heart that right. each thing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and on the back it says best friend. 
best friends for a feather. For a feather. <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had these for us, sorry. That was that was Scott's that was Scott's idea. T-shirt like idea. Yeah. Another set of collars appears in human or in elf size. If you want them, collars. <laughs> they they look exactly like the Snugglebee's collars. Oh. Glitterbug is hilarious. Eve it's is wearing me. it. It's just a choker. It's just a choker. Yeah, you guys are wearing collars. Chokers. That's a best best is, friends for feather. Is she from a money? Hot Topic or something? <laughs> they She's have, the manager. They're like studded. Yes. So. Wow. <laughs> you know, I, I once had something that I, really I snuggled 90s. with as well. It was my trusty hey, uh, uh, knife cleaning kit. It was it smelled nice. Mm. Uh, sorry, what? <laughs> it was what I cuddled with. It's what all I had. Mm. Mm. Not quite as good. Nothing quite like the smell of blade well, oil. At least you got gifts from your mother. I'm sorry, how old are y'all? <laughs> 53. Um, 22. Or three, I can't remember what I said. Originally. Twenty-two. Twenty-two, but then we leveled up twenty-three. <laughs> yes, twenty-two. <laughs> how old are you? We're the same age. I'm well in uh, well into my sixties, that's for sure. Hmm. I don't know how long gnomes live. I think they're average human lifespan. Yeah, she, she's middle longer than the snuggle me yeah. might be new, but surely like, blade oil. I'm, I'm, I'm that's like one day away from sixty. My things glow. <laughs> blade and beard oil. <laughs> Well, I feel well rested. I do as well. Cas, cas. So we head back to click click. <laughs> You're gonna start yelling as we're. Oh, be- cas, cas. Before we got outside, uh, the guy that we're with is trying to fix your stuff. Oh. Don't be alarmed. Mm. And if something's missing, it's his fault. Fix. All right, <laughs> All right then. Uh, so you guys exit the archway, and you start walking back. Uh, through the forest of Holden Sanctum. Behind you, you you see it kind of like shimmer and the, the uh, sanctum itself disappear. You just, just do I get the rest of my roll back? Haunting, haunting giggle, like... <laughs> That's a yeah, giggle. Bye. <laughs> do, do I get the rest of my roll back? Uh, yes, okay. you can recover the rest of your rope. It is still hanging out there. Yay. Dude, do I have here. to like, reconnect it? <laughs> yeah. You need a mending cap. I'll have to go and splice yeah, it back need, together. I don't have that, I can splice rope. Yeah, right now it's just I can just burn out. the two ends together with firebolt. Perfect. <laughs> um, you also do see as you're as you're kind of leaving, uh, you see that this this once unpopulated forest, like I, I described, like a little bit of a ruined village mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, you see that there are actually now um, wolves moving among it, and mm-hmm. uh, you can see in some of the darker towers there are a couple spiders that are making new. Hmm. new webs and they all seem to be just kind of moving about not really hostile towards anything it just seems that the force is a little bit more lively than when you left mm. they're, they're they're snuggling with each other i feel pretty good about <laughs> spiders she wolves. she is the big spoon <laughs> <laughs> which means all eight legs Aberrations, here we come <laughs> it's like it's like when you dress your german shepherd up in the the, the spider, spider costume <laughs> <laughs> so all the you know all the children yeah, they, like, they have, have the spider legs. legs. They don't like do anything. They just kind of hang a little bit. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Indeed. Let us get out. That of is here. an apex predator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys, you guys travel. You traveled about an hour to get in here. Take or not an hour. You traveled about like ten minutes to get into this part of the forest, and it takes about as much time to get to the outside 
edge, and you can see you can see that uh, as you come out of the forest, you see that uh, the airship is much higher than it was before. Mm. Like it's it's nearly up in the cloud cover, almost as if it's just like trying to be as distant as possible from the forest itself. Mm. Uh, the wagon is gone completely. <laughs> of course. Uh, what about the ladders? The ladder the ladder is not is retracted right okay. now. Okay. And it's a little it's a little disconcerting um, until you hear. You hear a rumbling voice say, well, 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 looks like the kid wasn't lying after all. And you all kind of like turn around, coming out of the forest is this, a large minotaur. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of got a, an axe slung over his shoulder and he says, so you're all the ones who just got out of Holoban Sanctum, is that right? Indeed. And you are? My name is Eve. Oh, my name is not important. Hello, not important. I am Bolt. <laughs> nice to meet you, Bolt. He's both the dad and the mom of this. <laughs> I think. I think what's really important is what you got inside Hollow Ben Sanctum. All that treasure, all that loot. Surely you can part with a little bit of it for good old to fashion. Oh, absolutely. Traveler like myself. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I got something for you, and I'm gonna throw a dagger right in his face. Ooh. Yes. Uh, so you throw the dagger, and there is a flash of energy, okay. and the dagger is deflected as this uh, this kind of squirrely-looking wizard comes out from behind him, flexing his fingers a little bit. He says, "That wasn't very nice." Neither is uh, uh, robbing people. The last time I crossed two robbers in the woods, all that was left of them were their boots. Really. I better bring more than two then. And uh, three more figures step out of the forest. Yeah, film. Having an extra pair of boots isn't going to help you, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, these, they, uh, talking to not Yinny. Einor. Einor, are these the, the miscreants that uh, were bothering you? Uh, no, these the ones that were bothering me were. Um, they were. I think they were elves, elven bandits. I'm not exactly sure, but it wasn't. It wasn't this guy. Are all these the, the minotaur? All minotaurs? So, no. So it's the minotaur. Uh, there are three humans: the wizard and the two other uh, human bandits. And then there is a fourth member, and it is a, it's an orc. And it looks like he he just literally has like just like two packs of javelins, one on each shoulder. I I wanna I'm gonna cast the darkness spell. Okay. And you all have to pretend like this didn't happen last time. <laughs> okay. Because okay. the happened? first yeah, time yeah, it's supposed to be about? cool. It's all that time magic. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be cool. So, yeah, no, Eve, like, sensing, or Eve, I just called myself you. <laughs> Sarah, um, sensing, like, a fight coming, you know, she just almost, it's almost like it, it just sort of bursts out of her, right? Like, her, her eyes just go black and... And there's this sort of inky blackness that comes out of um, of Craggy, of, of the glaive um, that she's holding. And uh, it just sort of, like, covers, like, I guess all of us, assuming we're all standing, everyone's standing within 15 feet yeah, of, I, I of each other. Yeah, I assume we'd all be pretty close to that. Um, that we were all holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't actually say anything. She's just, like, almost like she's... Almost like she's struggling against it, you know what I mean, a little bit. But then, yeah, it just like this big bubble of darkness, I guess. And you hear him. You hear the other guy shout a command at this 
hostile action <laughs> of uh, darkness. And we're going to go ahead and roll initiative and get into okay. combat here. Nice. <laughs> you guys took that short rest. When, um, when Sari does that, I wouldn't notice any change. No. Would I hear anything? Um, you get the feeling, like... Would it be like an so, oppressive feeling, or yeah, your echolocation is an interesting thing. Your blind sight, because blind sight technically means you can see. Well, just sound. It's yeah, just it's sound. Like, it's just like, like the, the movement sight. of air and stuff. Yeah. Is there any like disruption? Like, uh, I guess for me, does it distort anything? Or yeah, I would say fine? magic has a very weird effect on it's the like, area. It's like iron, like when you taste mm -hmm. iron or something, yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Ezra, what is your initiative? Ten. What? I know. I'm going to drop you oh. out of the top spot, finally. <laughs> yep. Eve, what is your initiative? Uh, 14. 14. Vicador. Four. Oh, roll the natural one. Let's 13. And Saradon. Nine. I have to make up for all those natural 20s. <laughs> <laughs> the ebb and flow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyways. The orc <clears throat> goes first. And he's going to have disadvantage either way, because the javelin is uh, only 30 feet. So he's just going to try and huck a spear into that darkness. And because you're all sitting in there, we're just going to go ahead and call it a d6. Ezra. All right. <laughs> the one in the back. You guys all duck? <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go go I can see it coming. Uh, oh, that's right. a 10 to hit. Misses. Okay. Uh, this javelin basically comes sealing through the darkness and just, just kind of hits the ground next to your feet. And you hear the orc curses. So, I can't see them. Would I still have four hours left on my... Yes. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, Eve, then it is your turn. I can't see. Right? Mm. By the way, while we were away, you asked Einor if she was a good fighter. Yeah. And she replies with, I'm a cook. <laughs> so that's a yes. Get out your frying pan. Dude. Yeah, have you ever seen Gordon Ramsay, Ramsay in a fight? <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight him. I was Shoot, thinking uh, of Rapunzel say, from Tinker's Dancer. When, when, when you say, like, Kes -Kes when, when you say, um, that's right. When you say, I can't see, I'm just like, sorry, Evie, I'm not quite sure what just happened. It was amazing. And I love you and me. Let's go. So let's move. Sorry, I can I... help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not close enough to do anything. Okay. All right, then. You could dash. You could do yes, I could. Or... Uh, well, <laughs> I, would say, I mean, you could cast a spell like Bless, for example. <laughs> but you, of course, actually, you couldn't cast Bless off because you can't see us. You can't see us. Is he going to whisper, so. it's free? But if I dash, Gosh, that Martin. takes my action. If you dash, yes, that yeah. will take your action. No, I'm just saying that. Yeah. Bolt yells out, leave the big one to me. If you'd like, you can use your action to dodge. Ooh, to get disadvantage yeah. on attacks against you. That's true. Or, like, everybody... Yeah, take the dodge action. Okay. So, Eve comes running out, and she just, like, as you're running, you're just kind of like getting ready to like weave. You can you kind of get this feeling of like that kind of uh, that kind of serpent-like uh, pattern that you you've got going on. You can feel the uh, the fang flowing through you. Bolt. 
I feel you uh, flowing through just, me. You're doing great. I'm just going to take off running forward. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. So I'll, I'll run right up next to Eve. And as I'm running, I uh, extend the chain to this dragon behind me. Okay. And then I whip it out to the nice. to the minotaur. Thorn whip. Yeah, thorn whip. Okay. There. That's a 17. A 17 will hit. Awesome. Six. Six damage. Okay. And then it pulls him 10 feet towards me. Okay. Because yeah. he's, cause he's uh, large or smaller. He's right? Large larger or less. Yeah. 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 So, so technically he's a large ten. creature, so he will take up uh, four squares. Um, oh, cool. <gasps> what? Yeah. So huge. he's closer to me than. So is he here or he here? He would have been. He would have been back. Oh, so back more. Okay. There you go. Like yep. that. Yep. Now, he, <coughs> now he's there. Yep. So you you whip your chain out. He kind of braces it with the the axe, so it kind of just like scrapes. I can't, I can't hook around his nose <laughs> ring. Like, <laughs> he doesn't have a nose ring. It's a bone piercing. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but you do pull it forward, and he kind of stumbles. <laughs> But now you are face to face with a minotaur. But it is a. This won't be the. This isn't the first time. <laughs> so the bandit on the left goes next. They Do look like they're uh, the same person, but they're not. And he's just gonna try and fire a crossbow bolt at Eve. She was the first one out. Disadvantage. Yep. So that is a nine to hit. That will miss. And you kind of just like deflect it with your sword, the bolt itself. It's really cool, and you're, you're not sure if it was quite intentional, but you did it anyway. That was cool. <laughs> did you guys see? Oh, bolt in darkness. <laughs> I saw it. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. It sounded really cool. Uh, the, it sounded really cool. The wizard you, is going Andrew. to uh, again, like he's kind of got these weird like hand motions, and he does a few more in this black bolt of flame uh, forms in his hands, and he shoots it out at bolt. Thanks. Dang Elder's class. Uh, no. He's a wizard. 23 to hit. Well, it's like in Falcon and Winter Soldier. They just call them all wizards, no matter what they are. <laughs> yeah, he's not wearing hats. hats. Okay, so you're going to take four hats. fire damage. Nope, he will not. Oh, Because oh, wow. I will use my Intercept. reaction nice. for interception. Okay. <clears throat> nice! Yay! Um, D10. 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 Eight plus two, so ten. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you basically sword knock it away to the one side, and then your shield comes out and blocks the fire bolt expertly. Dang. Eve is really cool right now. Yeah, she is. <laughs> uh, <and then laughs> Good one. Then the trickster is going to uh, back up about uh, 20 feet. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And he's just going to end his turn back there. <laughs> he's a little squirrely. Uh, Ezra. Glass cannons. Okay, I'm going to just keep walking until I eventually come out of the darkness. Uh, you oh, you cover see. everybody in protective darkness, and then they just leave. Yeah, you technically, I'm grateful. Right there. And then seeing the battlefield logo, 25, 30. Uh -huh. I'm trying to get closer to that rock. Um, let's see. Okay, so I'm going to use my second level spell slot, drop down a web on these guys. Nice. Oh, nice. So they have to make a saving throw. Yes, when on the start of their turn. Okay. This is that each creature that starts its turn in thing. the web yeah. must make a dexterity saving throw on a failed so uh, they're restrained unless they break free, which is against my spell DC. 
Okay. Yep. So you you kind of uh, flip through your tome and you you lay down this this oppressive force of time again, just slowing them down. Yep. Clocks are moving almost backwards, just like teetering on a second. <laughs> <laughs> my, my watch so isn't it's working doing properly. The, like, <laughs> yeah. It's oh. like, I have felt that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my kids, I'm trying to get them to go to bed at night. Oh, when they're explaining to you, video to you. Two fifty p.m. on a school day when you're sitting in your final class, done with your homework, or a Friday at work. No, or a Friday at work, mm-hmm. especially the weekend before a holiday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. Yep, all that is the emotion. They're <laughs> <laughs> all like, I feel it in my bones. I'm super anxious. And then it's Sarah. Okay, I'll I'll turn to I'll turn quickly to Victor and be like, uh, Vicky, can you see still? Uh, and you know what I mean by see? Well, I could not see before. I'm fine. Yes. Great. Follow me. And what did you do? <laughs> did you I, do? I, I say just you and I apparently. Okay, but I need you to call them out. I can't see them. Right. We're going for the big green one. Five, I can't ten. see colors. <laughs> Just follow me. You're so insensitive. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And it's very, it's very easy for Victor to see um, Ceridon. Okay. Because there's a faint whistling that her, that her uh, glaive is making because right. it does have those, those pins in it. Okay. And then Einor goes, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I like her. Listen, you're doing the whole going from darkness into a bright sunlight. <laughs> Little cook person, you have something to at least defend yourself. Should I leave you here? Yeah, it's called my feet. You go hide somewhere. So I'm going to bonus action cast Hexblade's Curse on the orc okay. here. And then um, throw out an Eldritch Blast. Uh, I'm assuming with advantage, unless he can see me. Uh, he cannot see you. Okay. Nice. I did so, not give this 19 work crits with nice. Hexblade's Curse. So, it's only D10, D10. Oh, well, 10 plus. Ooh, very nice. Um, so, that's 23 damage. 23 damage. Very nice. nice. Uh, so, you, you, you see this darkness coalesce in front of you as you're just continuing to channel this energy that you've never felt before. Yeah. And this this banshee's wail of a scream comes out in the darkness. Itself pushes out as sort of this black uh, streak, and it slash or it slams into the orc and uh, engulfs him. And when it fades away, the orc is gone. Whoa. <laughs> oh, nice. Victor recoils at the nice. screech. Like yeah, it definitely uh, is. It is not a pleasant scream. Now we're all scared of you. <laughs> You I, said I, I was supposed I to help you. Uh, right. Um, go for the Minotaur in that case. There's a Minotaur? <laughs> can't you Just, tell by the timbre of his voice? Yeah, smell him also. No offense. He's going to take offense to that. Uh, and <laughs> he smells like a tail. tail. <laughs> smells like good. I use Old Spice every day. Oh. Uh, so, so he lets out, he lets out a, uh, a bullish... I'm not. Let's see. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was going to try to do That's it, but it wasn't going to come out right. I could already I tell. Uh, so he's going to attack recklessly. Breathe? Breathe like a. No. Uh, which means he just has right? advantage on the right? attack against you. That's like a horse. Or, 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 or not so normal. Yeah. Normal. They just yell. So that is a 20. That will hit. Yeah. Okay. And then he will take. Sorry. Mm-hmm. 
I don't have Agonizing Blast, which means I would have only done 20 damage to him, to the orc. Still. Okay, sorry. Still obliterated. I'm, I'm, I'm realizing I don't get my Christmas bonus because I don't have that. There's just a hand left instead. <laughs> instead of all of <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Could you crit? I will land damage. There's a metal thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you take... This hurts. Uh-oh. That's this hurts. Hurt. 28 slashing damage. That is has 28 my... Hit points. Hit points. Yeah. Oh. So he just goes... I smell great! Oh. And slashes and Jesus <laughs> drops. Oh no, Evie! For, for those following along at home, that's two 12s on D12s. That, uh, that is. Uh, Doesn't get much better. Spicy. Uh, only, it would only be better if it was a crit and I did that. Yeah, so uh, Eve drops to zero, drops to the ground. Huge gash. Uh, like in, in her armor, you know, cross through. Oh, yeah, chest Cerid- everywhere. Ceridon is very distraught. What happened? Got it. So Come okay, in. Minotaur. I want to. I want to curb name. this a little bit. Victor can kind of see. <laughs> like it, it's it's great. It's great for the comedy, but you can yes. like observe around you and know where things are. So okay. you should be okay in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> sounds battle. So, yeah. So you hear you do hear this roar and you hear Eve scream as this thing, okay. as if as if a dog scared. I, I know what this sounds. Yeah, the scream sounds yeah, like. You know what the single scream sounds like. It's my turn, and it is in fact not your turn. It is the I should first just put that in as a sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> of your scream earlier. Yeah, <laughs> save that file. Um, we'll, we'll need it. The bandit is going to go. He's going to try and make a save against being restrained. And he does not, I believe. What is it again? Uh, f- uh, my dex is 14. Or my save is 14. And it's a dexterity save? Yes. Yeah, he does not make a save, and he is restrained. Now, does that provide disadvantage on attack rolls as well? Um, sh- just say around the ring. What does it say? Um, it's difficult terrain. Each turn dex save restrain until they break free. Speed is zero. Attacks and dex saves have disadvantage. Okay. So he's going to he's gonna try and... Which one? Lazily. Which one's restrained? Uh, the one on the right. Right. He, he slowly oh. brings up his crossbow, and you can see that kind of like weird ripple effect as the time slow hits him. He's gonna try and hit, uh, shoot at Ezra. Yeah, there's the and it's like the echo effect. It's like he's he's lagging. Twelve <laughs> misses. Okay. Yep. Uh, you're e- you're easily able to see that crossbow bolt, and you dodge out of the way. You make sure that uh, Victor doesn't get hit by it behind you as well. So that's good. And then, then it is Victor. Okay. Um, hearing what's going on, I am going to use my full movement. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And then I, when I can kind of see her on the ground, um, I'll say, Bolt, take the big guy. And I'm going to take my bonus action. I'm going to throw three daggers out. Okay. Uh, um, basically, one over here by Bolt. And then two over here by Eve. Eve. Okay. You're in a kind of a defensive maneuver. And my bonus action. Um, I'm going to use my action to give her a potion. Okay. Of healing. Perfect. So, so kind of ten hit points. So I kind of throw them down and then pull the bottle. Okay. And that's the just the normal one, right? That was a very impressive cork popping sound. Oh, <laughs> he's our fully guy. Like he's, he's good at that. <laughs> You're the guy from Police Academy that can make all the sound yes. effects. Like a yes. <laughs> <laughs> the beeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, That's you're it. awake. You're still prone. Victor is standing over you with an empty bottle. You're not you. done yet. Get on your feet. This vodka. I. Uh, there might be a little in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just poured it on the wound. Constitution <laughs> Oh crap! I forgot. Uh, and she's then Eidor is going to go, and she's going to hide behind that rock. Behind here. Yep. That's what she means by feet. She's good at running. Not that she's good at kicking. I thought she was going to kick stuff. She's I thought her, she was like a hobbit. She's were, her dash. <laughs> a monk, she's a monk, right? <laughs> is that with her dash? Uh, or did she if, it, if it's not enough to get there, then... No, I, I mean, she was right here. Because there's 25 for halfling, yeah. right? Yeah, she's, she's behind that. That's not wrong. Oh. That's, that's the uh, edge of the battlefield. That's where you loop the back around dead. to this side. Like a video <laughs> game. So, Eve, it is your turn. asteroids. I will stand up! Will you stand me up? Still feeling a little weak. And he goes, oh, back for more, eh? And that, uh, if I wasn't clear, that that's all, was my defensive flirt, or stuff. So. Okay. I stand by what I said. You stink. All right. That is my turn. Mm-hmm. You, you can still have an action. Yeah, no. you can. It's just moving to get up. That's your, yeah. And by what, what I meant by that was... Eat my sword. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I will attack with my long sword. That's fifteen to hit. Uh, you have advantage because he attacked rest- rest- reckless. Restless. Worse. <laughs> okay, so you said fifteen was yeah. your highest. That hits. Oh, sweet. Because he's, he's large. <laughs> he's large he's and good. in charge. Um, for eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. Oh, it's like a little knife. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and we we'll give her, we we'll give her a sword, and she turns it into a knife. Um, there's like one person. I know, one, one person. Like, yes, warrior, warrior. Like, yeah, that's so great, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> no, you don't like that. Okay. <laughs> oh, look, his dog can jump. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I will also. Do I have to use my channel divinity as an action? It'll say on there. Um, as so an action. It, okay. And sometimes it will Spoiler be alert. Bonus I'm going to use it next time. <laughs> Bolt. Uh, I'm going to uh, Thunder Gauntlets. Try to punch him in the face. Okay. You have nice. advantage on this attack. Sweet. <clears throat> Crit. Nice. Yes. Nice. Your prediction came true. I was going to roll a natural 20. <laughs> At one point. Well done. <laughs> it's the mantra. Yeah. Uh, so it's 1d8 plus 3, so that's 8 already. Daily D&D three. affirmations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have to do it with the power oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, max damage. Nice. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Bitch. <laughs> uh, so that's 19 damage. 19. Okay. And then he has a disadvantage on attacking anyone other than Turn him into hamburger. Tell that. Start on my next turn. Yeah, so you're you rear back with your your gauntlet, and you bring it forward and slam into him, and you just you can see that kind of like ripple effect, and he just stumbles a little bit. What? <laughs> what the heck? Uh, then, hasn't anyone ever taught you not to pick on a lady? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I killed them. Uh, bandit number two. Well, that that's wow. even worse. I don't know how you're not seeing this. <laughs> bandit number two is also restrained. Nice. And he's just going to try. They're just going to keep trying to fire it. Good old answer there. Uh, 11. Miss. Okay. 
Another crossbow bolt goes by. Super slow. Yeah, like it. You it like fires. It fires at the, the normal speed and it hits that edge and slows down for just a moment, and you can easily like sidestep. Move and then it when yep. it comes out. <laughs> Bullet time. Uh, like all right, move out. It's like away. the sorceress from Diablo three or whatever, like a fireball is going through. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. Uh, so the trickster is like, "Don't worry, I've got something for this," and he runs up. Uh, he's gonna run back up, <laughs> just uh, on the other side of Victor's dagger. Yeah, right there. And I activate well, my trap card. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, white dragon blue eyes. <laughs> and he is going to cast for, for nondescript purposes. Burning hands. <laughs> Everybody within a 15 foot cone. So like, so uh, yeah. Oh no. Burning hands. He wants to angle it so it doesn't hit the Minotaur. So if he needs to move up. Uh. If he because. Technically, the the space that the dagger is in is not occupying Occupy. that space. So, so he would have to go in there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. In order to hit us three. Yep. Question: <clears throat> My so the, um, my blade. That's only for an attack roll, right? I believe. That's yeah, I believe it, it provides a, a like an AC bonus. If I'm not mistaken. It's specific to the attack roll. Yeah. Okay. So everybody in that, which is Eve, Bolt, and Victor, needs to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Go. <laughs> Use your inspiration. Yeah, yeah use inspiration. Ooh, that's another crap. Nice. Oh, nice. Dice in your favor. No. Is that dex save? Yep. 16. 9. 9, 16, and crit. So Eve is the only one who's going to take full damage from this. The other, You other two take half damage, so Victor will take half damage. Uh, 8 fire damage, and then 4 for the halving. Nice. So, I believe that puts you at 2. Am I correct? I'm kind of putting my hand am I, on. Am I remembering correctly? No meta gaming. I'm <laughs> putting my hand on the back of Bolton, like letting him take the brunt of it. Who yeah, put I'll put this my shield up. Pizza on me. And then he goes. And then he goes. It's like a slice this of pizza. Is definitely not where I want to be, though. Um, then it is Ezra's turn. Okay, I want to hit the trickster, but the guys that are stuck just look too good so i'm gonna firebolt them one of them two sets of one boots. on that side. that's all that's left the left um yeah so that is a 24 to hit nice. um for six damage six damage a cantrips Yep, so it, it smashes against him and he has to like quickly put it out. Um, but he is looking pretty hurt. Saradon. Okay. I say, I also have something for this. And move <laughs> right just so that he's yep. yeah, yeah. Right there. Like, whatever I need to be. You know what I mean? I can attack That'd be creepy. So it's uh, like, you're like, oh, so crap. how far out from it? From you, is it? it it's, that's the full range of it's it. It's right 15 there? feet from me. Yeah. Full radius. So three squares. Um, technically, from you, you would or have from... to put somebody else in it. Well, so from here, it's one, two, three. Yeah, I guess that would be bolt. So, I mean, yeah. what if it's, I it's move? It's probably a little off. Like. Yeah, the ring, for some reason, isn't right it's on It's not it. quite. And it's on your glaive, isn't it? So Well, yeah, but. So, okay, so one, two, Interesting three, it would still be... Yeah, so you're going to have to get one, Bolt two, in there three. if you want. To. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually planning on moving back afterwards. Anyway, oh, okay. So yeah. I'll just come so right like here. Run up and the yeah. dark cloud kind of 
engulfs so everybody. Yeah, it, make... it engulfs everybody in the new year. The guy has like, whoa, what? So I'll make two attacks at the trick. Well, I'm going to make an attack at the trickster. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's going to miss. A one and a two. <laughs> Uh, Yay, so, darkness. Yeah, exactly. Inspiration! So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Elven Accuracy! Sorry. Elven Accuracy! You better get that. I don't have it yet. He's got to get level four. Um, yeah, I'm going to use my Inspiration. That's better! Uh, so that's a 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Normal damage. That will be... Um, sorry, where did my... Oh, this is not working. Well, anyway. He gets... Four. Okay. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, that's five damage. Okay. And then uh, with my butt it's action. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so they have all the bad luck. Um, we have all the good it's luck. a 16 to hit. <laughs> I'm Blizzard, man. Five uh, will hit. Okay. For uh, seven damage. Yep. Um, and then uh, what do you do after that? Um, Are you gonna move away? Is yeah, right? I'm gonna just step okay. back one space here. Uh, so. so you guys, you guys get engulfed in darkness, and as it backs away again, the wizard is no longer there. <laughs> um, Dude, so you you awesome. surround him in this darkness, and you 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 see, you hear or you see him panic because yeah. I think you you have double sight, right? I do. Yeah, you, yeah. I'd, I'd see. Yeah. Um, and and you just hear this kind of like deep chuckle in your head about like, uh, and you you can almost hear you almost want to be like, don't be afraid of the dark. You know, you always want to say something very sinister yeah. in response to this. You uh, and you you just like thrust forward with your, your glaive and you can see him like panically throw up a shield and it breaks right through it and you, you rip into him and then you just kind of like smash him in the head and the darkness just like picks him up and he disappears. Your patron is hungry. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know if it's... Okay, just get her... <laughs> the bodies. Like the, are we the um, bad guys? He's going to hit that guy again because... <laughs> He's stuck in there. Time magic. Uh, so when they're restrained, do you get advantage 16. or is it because of your web? 16 to hit, sorry. When they're, yeah, when they're restrained, you get advantage. Or oh, is that only oh, no, on no, sorry, you already yeah. went. If well, I apologies. Ceridon, I was I was looking in the wrong Oh, thing. that's fine. Yeah. Yep. Victor? Victor's turn. No, it is the Minotaur. Minotaur. Yep. <clears throat> the Minotaur is going to, uh, he is not going to attack recklessly this time. He's just going to attack Bolt. So the blade that's next to Bolt uh, for the blade of defense will, uh, as he's kind of like swinging, I assume that it's when it hits, right? Yeah, if it would hit, I think it's okay. So if it hits, then that will take effect. Okay. So that is a. An 18 to hit. That's below my AC. That's below your AC. Okay. Nice. So he swings down at you, and you bring your shield up and catch the axe. Blade goes, huh? Catch it, catch it in my, in my. Uh, it's really cool. Gauntlet of fist. Yeah. I can catch it in the yeah. fist. <laughs> Who are you, people? Uh, bandit number one is gonna try and he's gonna try and shoot at Ezra. Like the only way out of this is to kill the wizard. Tips uh, for life. Yep, the only way out of this is kill the wizard. <laughs> that is a 12 to hit. <laughs> they cannot kill the wizard. That one hits your mage armor. That one just kind of gish, deflects off of your mage armor. Okay, then we're uh, at Victor. All right, I'm going to use my movement. So go over here, so 5, 10, 15. 
plenty Watch out for the web. to move around. And um, I will ask the Minotaur, may I cut in? I'm going to use my bonus action again to throw <laughs> nice. to it's meet such you. such a bard. <laughs> throw my two more okay. out on the other side of him. All right. And I'm going to use my action to attack him. Hopefully yes. you don't have any more to throw out because the other ones didn't print. I do, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So that use a 20 to hit. A 20 will hit. And that's with sneak attack damage. You can only be bonded to more. six, or five or six right now. Yeah, I printed eight, three failed. That's 11 slashing damage. 11 slashing, okay. Uh, that's included, yeah, with the bonnet, with the stuff. And it'll basically just be like a, a slide behind him and Slash behind me towards his back of his knees. Training of, training for part of the eight rings is uh, knife pun management, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. yeah. knife, knife to meet you. Knife to meet you. Have a knife day. <laughs> now I need to have forks and spoons from. Uh, have you guys seen yeah. Mystery Men? It's your turn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> knife to meet you. Yeah. What the fork are you doing here? Okay. Hmm. Eve doesn't feel super good. But you look like you're going to die soon. What was that? No. That's <laughs> nothing. No, that that is literally there's not any indication of anything. It's just funny to be like, I'm I'm screwed up, but you look like you're gonna die soon. <laughs> it'll be it'll be the uh you should see the other guy yeah, moments. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Classic, classic my, anime taunt. Yeah. You look my dead. insides are literally spilling out. <laughs> you look like you're gonna die soon. Yeah, I think I need to I do cure wounds. Okay. On myself. On myself. <laughs> wow, I healed for twenty with a cure wounds. <laughs> yeah, first level. Okay. Make okay. a healing attack against yourself. <laughs> oh I crit myself. <laughs> Okay, plus three. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Eve, you you kind of take a, a moment to breathe, and you can you can feel that healing energy from the trio, kind of close your wounds, search for them a little bit. Yes, I don't think I have internal bleeding any longer. <laughs> okay, oh my that's my turn. It's better on the inside for sure. <laughs> Pull back and. Him again. The Thunder Gauntlet. Oh, do I? I don't have an advantage, right? Nope. Okay. 20. Dirty 20. Uh, dirty 20 will hit. Eight damage. And then the, uh, the debuff, basically. Okay. Is this what I just rolled? Mm hmm. It's a d10. Okay. I rolled the wrong dice. dice. <laughs> What'd you get on it? Total? Eight. Eight. Yeah, eight. Plus. Plus three. Yeah, whatever. We'll subtract <laughs> two. Yeah. Is that fair? Call it even. Yep. Okay. It's a wash. I'll go ahead and just take an epic dice for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How could you? Hey, I was honest. <laughs> That's true. You were very honest. So you can have one, two. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. Moving on after oh, Bolt. Who again? You catch you catch this thing, and then you just like slam into him with your other hand. Um, and then it is, is it like a boxing two. punch when you're just like, like really quick. You know what? Bandit two is like, screw this, and he's gonna try and make his save against your restraint. 
And he does make it save. That one? Uh, no, the one on the left is no longer restrained, and he's going to move out of the web. The difficult terrain. Um, the web is a difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yep. All he can do is just get just outside of it, and, and then that's where he's going to end his turn. Okay. And that is the proper way. Ezra, it's your turn. Okay. So <clears throat> the webs are flammable. Any five foot <laughs> cube of webs exposed to fire burns away in one round, dealing two d four fire damage. Grease. So I'm going to cast web. Fireball on the web okay. and try and burn the other guy for two d four on the, when the round's over. I guess it takes a round to burn. Well, he's gonna he's gonna go ahead and just take the fire damage. You said it was two d four. Yeah. You Would you away? say yep. you have time to burn? Hmm. No, I'm not a bard. Oh, two months. <laughs> <laughs> he takes two damage. Okay. It was a good try though. Yeah. Uh, he he screams as he catches fire. Uh, he, it's, Insert uh, Eve screen here. <laughs> 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 the new Wilhelm screen. Uh, he is he is definitely yes. he's going to be restrained for this next turn only as the fire burns away because uh, right. it does it does burn for a round. That so. is it, yeah. instead of fire since it's time. Is it uh, like that particular tank. area speeds up and it like it speeds so like, fast that it gets hot. Yeah, it's like, like friction. It's like, like air like, molecules yeah, are moving so fast that it's friction. It's like in a little tiny five foot microwave. Nice. <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty big microwave. Yeah. <laughs> little, little tiny, tiny five, five foot little cube. cube. <laughs> tiny <laughs> industrial <laughs> oven. You know, just one of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's magic. Salamander. Uh, is your turn. Oh, okay. Before that, I want to move. Yeah. And if I can, like try and crouch down, maybe okay. get some sort of coverage. Yeah, you'll, you'll get like half cover. Okay. That's so that's 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 um, it's a little too small. It's always it's not actually. Oh, it's it's just the ring. It's, the it's ring exactly. itself is the third. Yeah. The problem is, is it's not based off of one the, square. It's yeah. The reality is, circles in D and D are squares. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because they yep. go. Circles. It's close enough. Circles is square. Anyway, and I'm gonna make attacks at this guy. Okay. Because I I don't want him to get to Ezra. And they seem to have the Minotaur well in hand. Um, that is a 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Um, you would think that I would. For 9 damage. Nice. Um, yeah, he's gone. Okay. Again, again, you you, you slice him right across the neck, uh, cutting his scream short, but the scream seems to echo, kind of reverberate around him as he just kind of like sinks into the darkness and disappears. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> and then... I'll just turn around and just try to hit um, the Minotaur then with the, the butt. It's a good thing Ezra can't see this. Um, that's I'm saying totally judge you. <laughs> 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Nice. Um, four. Victory. Do, what, From seven, outside, all seven we seven see damage. is this seven damage? Okay. dome of black doing just this. And, and as it goes across things, they just disappear. It's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> you're a giant Roomba. <laughs> you hear people Roomba. screaming. People screaming. It's, screaming. it's like black holes, right? Yeah. It's like uh, it's like Christine, but it's a Roomba. The, <laughs> the only witness is Saradon. And that's our yeah. right. new love, death, and robots. I guess has an episode where it's uh, an angry Roomba, that. an angry vacuum. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, seven damage. Okay, yeah. Hey, he's still in action. Okay. Uh, that, that was, was the so the Minotaur is up next, and he he can't like things aren't looking good for him. He's in the darkness too. He's in the darkness. Mm-hmm. He can't really see anything, uh, so he's going to kind of rage and he's going to recklessly attack so that it's normal. It's not uh, disadvantage, and it's just going to. I mean, it's on bolt. He doesn't have disadvantage for. Her. Well, okay. So can he, he see out? Disadvantage. No, it doesn't. It doesn't do double disadvantage, mm-hmm. and then advantage only cancels one. Yeah. So he can attack anybody he wants by taking the reckless action to give himself. Can you advantage. see out of the darkness? I don't think uh-uh. he can. Uh, no, but that would just mean he gets disadvantage on anything. Yeah. So no, it's yeah, just it's normal. It's so, uh, but because but, but reckless gives him advantage. Because he gets it. advantage, yeah. he's, he is going to attack Victor instead. Because he didn't like that knife one. Okay. <laughs> He's not a knife punk fan. That is a. We're all doing seventeen. You're doing cutting words, literally. <laughs> you're doing it as a bard or bard style. He does not like bards. Seventeen. <laughs> yep, it definitely hits. He just wants my I axe will jokes. Uh, use <laughs> my and I can intercept too. I want to use one of those. Yes. Um, and I'm going to reduce the damage, I guess, by four. Yep. Does the dagger dagger reduce the damage? Is that right? Yeah, oh, just reduces the damage. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is he here or here? So Victor, reduces... where where are you? He's right uh, here. Okay, so yes, he is. By three. Okay, is reduced. Reduced by three, and then roll your intercept as well. This time, it really is a D ten. Okay. Oh, two. two. Plus two, four. So. So you one of your daggers comes up and helps like deflect. So it yeah, Glinge, I need you, and it'll. And you, you're able to kind of make it so it doesn't sink as much. Uh, you get, you're going to take 10 total slash damage okay. after all the reductions. Oh, wow, jeez. It's a good thing you would have been in. It's fine. <laughs> Minotaurs are no joke. They don't like jokes either. No, apparently. <laughs> no. Not at all. Uh, but then it is Victor's turn. All right. Um, take him out. This is the nice part. We're getting to the end of the night when everybody's doing the slow dances, the lights are down low, and I'm going to stab you now. You have advantage. Um, with advantage, that's yep. 18. Nine. Um, my action is to, I'm gonna attack with with um, Shadow Song. Okay. So that was an 18, I assume that's gonna hit. Yes. So, and then my 1d4 plus six. There we go. This is a six, seven, eight, nine, eleven damage. Okay. And if that's not enough, it is not. I want to call, um, want to call back these two blades. Okay. And attempt to slash him from the other side. Okay, so they go whipping through the air, and he has to make a dexterity saving throw for each, I believe, right? Missed. No return. Okay. Uh, what is the dex save that he needs to make? He's going to be. I think it's plus. One. Modifier DC is eight plus my proficiency bonus plus my I think is wisdom, not intelligence. So that's a two, eight, nine, ten. Um, proficiency bonus is it twelve? I don't remember. Should be two. Yeah, two. Mm-hmm. So it's twelve. Twelve. This is deck. So he 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 dodges one of them, but the other one 
hits him. So then it's just a d4. Plus, I think it's just a d4. I think it's just a d4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, two more damage. He is still up. Every little bit helps. He is. He he roars as one of the daggers slashes him on its way back to your hand, and now you've recovered those does, two. Does he have? Well, I mean, it's on attack rolls. He would have disadvantage for his reckless, right? Uh, yeah. That doesn't work for nope. safe throws. Okay. Nope. Okay. Yep. That's it. Um. Yeah. Zeri, you're doing very well. Keep it up. Thank you. Bardic inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong character. Wait a second. Is he in darkness? He is. But, so, since since he can't see you, but you can't see him, the the advantage and the disadvantage would cancel out, and you just make an attack as normal. But he attacked recklessly. But it's, it's yeah. oh, that's right, because it doesn't double. double yeah. Yeah. yeah, double double disadvantage doesn't yeah. mean anything. We, j- so. we literally and just went over that. I hate to ask this, but is Victor in darkness as well? Victor is yes. in darkness. Yes. Because then I could not. It says when a creature you can oh. see oh. interception, so, so you got to so take four more so damage. Four back. Now that means he would be down, and then he wouldn't be able to do that damage <laughs> oh, that he no. just did. You can always red Sorry. Give me back that epic dice. I'm thinking about what I'm gonna do in my head, and then he's just like, "Oh crap!" Nope, nope, you're good. Huh? The epic dice covered it for you. Covered the retcon. Yep. Okay. That covered the retcon. Okay. The trio, the trio gives you a momentary vision of Victor being attacked within this darkness, mm-hmm. and you you stick your shield into the into this kind of like cold blackness, nice. and you feel like you feel like just a little like clang as it something scrapes off. And you pull back. You hope it did enough. And then you hear Victor quipping afterwards, so it probably It's like Spider-Man. Mitt's joke. So grateful I have the trio on this. Okay, I'm just going to attack him with the longsword. The longsword. The longsword. The longsword? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's insane. In that case. Yeah. Okay. That is a 21 to hit. 21 will hit. I'll get to reel the dice. I'm actually supposed to roll it. I just want you to know I'm doing it the right way. Nice. Ten damage. Ten damage. So I use my epic dice to reduce the damage by six. But that still leaves four, which is enough. How would you like to kill him at a time? Yes. Uh, I can't technically see him. Nope. But uh, you can smell him. As Eve yeah puts this in, it it goes right into his heart. You just hear that kind of heart and blood comes down the blade and then I see it coming down my hand. I pull it out. Just say, I think we got you, smelly. (laughs) And I thought they smelled bad on the outside. (laughs) I I think we have to tell that joke every episode. Uh, Yeah, We gotta find a way to work it in. We're two for five. Two in a row. Well, no, nobody picked up my Return of the Jedi joke earlier, so. Oh no. I'll <laughs> we'll catch it on the rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the Minotaur is gone. Eve's arm and sword are covered in blood. Uh, the darkness does not pick up uh, the Minotaur because you didn't kill him. Right. And then it is Bolt's turn. Bolt, you're pretty sure that Minotaur is dead. Judging by the horns poking just out of the darkness on the ground. <laughs> and I heard a no. <laughs> Boo! Disadvantage. I think you mean moo. <laughs> no, disadvantage to you too. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
Nope. Swing He's around. Eve and run up to the bandit and try to hit him. Okay. Thunder Collins. 16. That'll hit. Okay, cool. I'm gonna punch a hole through his chest. <laughs> Eight damage. Uh, yeah, you just you just drive uppercut right into his jaw, Oof. crack it, and he goes he goes down. Nice. Okay. Wow. Nice. Where Good is job, all the loot? <clears throat> uh, your darkness fades. Yeah, it just it actually like gets sort of like almost sucked back into the glaive, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Um, um, and and her eyes sort of get clear again after a minute, but she sort of like takes her a second to recover almost, you know, like she's sort of shakes Sorry, her head. Are, like, are you okay? Like, well, our, our enemy's dead. I, oh, um, not yes. only dead, they're gone. Are any of us dead? Not yet. And Eve will... Then I'm great. Go to Victor and say... Like to return the favor. Thank you for the vodka. No problem. I don't have vodka, but I'll give you five heels. Thank you. Five heels. Where here's the real important thing. Where did all the loot go? (laughs) (laughs) I like. I I tip. I tip. uh, Craggy upside down, and I'm like. The darkness vanishes and there's just a pile of gold. <laughs> uh, Craggy turns into a bag and deposits all of the bandit stuff onto the ground. <laughs> I was going to oh, say no. your gods be damned, but never mind. They are good. Uh, but there is there's not it's really not much. Lot. There's 2d6 <laughs> copper pieces for everybody. Okay. So you can roll it and tell me how many you got. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to worry about it. Eight. Eight. Uh, why not? Yep. I'm going to be eight copper short sometime and be upset Seven that I copper. forgot to take it. So. And, then, and then you can also take the Minotaurs. We have not like split everything okay. up. Because, I was just um, curious about that. I just yeah. thought of We have that. all those gems and stuff that we yeah. need to We're go I, to like a broker. Hand I, I did. So, okay. um, they are I, not. I did just add they are light crossbows. the... Okay. Because because I put in there like uh, yeah it was four it was like four hundred copper forty silver a few gold pieces I don't know if you scroll yeah up in the so chat. technically so you've yeah, got okay. I added it for myself okay Did, do you guys want to pick up all of the weapons and stuff is that what I'm hearing too I mean we might as well if, if anything if anything looks better than just your standard yeah, random it, trash I mean it's your standard gear right okay. your adventure gear I'll take one of the if it's a light crossbow I'll take one of the light crossbows and I'm gonna bring it back to Einor okay and be like uh, for the trip home you might want to hang on to this who the hell are you guys she says <laughs> as she takes the crossbow and and tries to like look it over hold the string <laughs> a little bit like okay uh, so there are two light crossbows and 30 bolts uh, there's Dude. only one. <laughs> was was the Minotaur wearing any armor? Is your time magic uh, freaking out again? There's 30 of me. No, he was not wearing any armor. Uh, you did grab his great axe, though. Okay. There are two scimitars, two sets of leather armor. Um, technically, technically the wizard, I mean, he's a wizard. He's got a spell book on him, right? That's gotta be right yeah, here. I'll go flip through it. Yeah. Uh, his spell book has burning hands, disguise self, and shield. And then he's got cantrips as well, but you can't really. Yeah, you can burn hands, disguise. You could copy those. So, yeah, so eight, eight, cop- eight copper per person. No, you roll your own copper. Oh, 
I thought it was just one. Technically, you would split it up among you, like you'd add it together, but this is more fun. Yeah. yeah. We just when she, like, and then, of course, 20 javelins. When she asked who we are, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he had 10. He had like 10 in a pack here, wow. 10 in a pack here. I, we don't have a name unless uh, our leader has come up with one, but I just say we're contractually obligated. Does that the, sounds like a name to me. <laughs> does, does the Minotaur have any kind of like medallion, patch, uh, anything that would indicate that, like, Maybe he's part of a bandit clan or... It's like bandit ID card. No, <laughs> actually... Uh, also, his his also membership know. card, yeah. <laughs> there is no, There are no plot hooks on this Minotaur. He <laughs> didn't I, have I just, a name for crying out loud. I'm just trying to, trying to get some kind of evidence so that eventually we'll probably end up back in the Justicar's office. Let's take go, one of his hey, horns. by the way... Let's take one of his horns, perhaps. Okay. Use the or like accent. any... That's a mutilation, but... As, okay. as, <laughs> as, as don't a, show a little the gruesome, guy but he is like, already dead. Yeah. So as a rogue, can I tell if they have any, like, ciphers on... Like, just, just, just like they were saying, like an emblem that might be, like, a thieves' guild or something that might be... Uh, yeah, you... You don't really find anything specific that says they were part Not of... organized crime, yeah. just... They're, they're just, just kind of, like, a random bandit group that... Somehow knew you guys were going to be here. Okay. Right. Well, how do we get the attention of uh, Kiss Kiss? Uh, as you say, that message. airship starts like. Oh, do you have a yeah. message? Perfect. I message. I'm just like, what the hell are you? <laughs> oh, sorry. There were some unsavory people. I, I needed to go up. Yes, yes. Coming down. And then you guys see the. <laughs> get out of the way! <laughs> Einor is still hiding behind that rock, uh, but it, it gets close to the ground and levels off and kind of like dips a little bit too much on one side and it kind of stops Ooh. and then the ladder. Actually, no, the ladder rolls out of the side that's <laughs> <Wrong> higher. <laughs> so it's good still. You can still get up. It's just right. hilarious. Bolt goes last, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll go last. Yeah. Um, I'd rather take my chances in the sanctum again, I think. Here we go, and I put her back in the baby thing. What do you think you're doing? Grapple check. Unfortunately for you and us, we must return you safely. All right. There's still time left to judge the brewbash. It is. It is like getting closer to the evening, but they definitely wouldn't have announced the winner yet. So if you get back. All right. It should only take you like an hour to get back. Yes. You get up to the top of the. Greatest treasure. Everybody makes it up just fine. The rope ladder doesn't break for Bolt and Einor. And you see that on the main deck, uh, Einor's wagon is completely put together, no. completely repaired, just sitting there. And Kes Kes says, "Do good." <gasps> wow! Yes. I give him the eight so copper good. that I that I got off of oh. the bandits. <laughs> well done, Kes Kes. Elf dwarf is most generous. Yes, yes. And he and he puts it in this little like he's definitely got like a. One of those like change yeah, yeah, yeah. pouches. Yeah. Why can't he do that to his ship? Why is it? I don't understand. Ship is perfect. I didn't know he could hear me. Keskes, <laughs> uh, yes. you said you had to leave when some unsavory characters came by. Do you, by chance, have any way to defend yourself? Do you have any weapons? Well, or I mean, I've got this, and he he runs over to one of the things, and he pulls out he pulls up these two like panels. And he pulls out like the shoddiest ballista you've ever seen, like small ballista. And he says, "But uh, it's not reliable." I know, if I may, for the light crossbow. Sure. Here, 
you can have another little mini ballista you can add oh. to the... And he, and he immediately attaches it to one corner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was thinking about giving him one crossbow the... and, and the bolts. Because, like, at his size, that's like a full-on ballista. Yeah, he definitely just, like, <laughs> takes it and full-on hammers it into one end of the ballista. Like, <laughs> perfect. And then he closes it, and it, it won't quite close, but he just leaves it. <laughs> It'll be fine. No one walk here! <laughs> well, can can you take us back to uh, to Six Hills? Yes, yes. Excellent. He, Let's go now. Yes. No, oh, yes, yes. And he runs over to the helm, uh, starts up the engine again, and off you guys go. Uh, yes. There are no issues this time. It doesn't take long to. I don't uh, have to stand on the spring. No, can, no, we, <laughs> can we can we short rest on the on the deck? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. If you'd like to. I would. I don't have any more hit dice, but. Yeah. <laughs> my short rest stuff is gone. <laughs> and uh, you can see the festival is kind of still in full swing. There are people cheering, chanting, dancing, singing, drinking. They, they recovered from, More the, drinking. from the mud beast. Uh, the yep. mud, the I mud. can't believe it's only been uh, a few thanks. hours. It feels like three weeks have gone by. <laughs> <laughs> you have a point. Time, you'll get used to the time magic mm. stuff. <laughs> very different. Mm -hmm. How loud did you say that? <laughs> and that was more of a uh, meta thing, but... Roll, roll me a wis uh, wisdom check. We haven't me. landed we yet. We haven't landed yet. No, but there's Einor That's and Keskis. Okay. Do you have a It doesn't look like Einor heard you, and Keskis is at the engine. <laughs> or not the engine, he's at the helm. So. We're just too happy from, you know, yeah. living... Living our best uh, lives. So you guys, you guys get back to Six Hills. Uh, you see Keska's. Uh, as soon as you guys get in range, he kind of gets this weird look on his face. Um, it looks like he's receiving another message from somebody in the tower, mm. and he he just sends back a reply and docks at the same port that he left at. And uh, Einor Einor is the first one off. As soon as like he's got the rope around, uh, she steps off, and you can just see she's green in the face. She did not <laughs> enjoy that rickety trip. And he goes, I put wagon on ground, okay? Yes. And you can see he opens up another panel and he starts hauling on this hand crank and this like this crane starts coming up out of one of the panels. You're pretty sure that that crane cannot fit in that little square <laughs> that he's pulling it out from, but he is. Let's get off the ship before. I'm nervous. I love this Cascas, ship. <laughs> thank, thank you. Oh. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. You've been You've been interesting people. I like, I like. Thank you. All right, let's get off of this. Hopefully thing. we see you again sometime. Yes, ask for Kes Kes anytime you need him. We'll give you a five-star review. Can <laughs> can you out of town. Put his, can you put his number in your in your ring? Yeah. I don't know if he knows how to enter it. <laughs> Do you, does this mean anything to you? Uh, let me see. Ooh, fancy message ring. Ooh. He takes out what looks to be like just this kind of like it, it looks like a ring, but it's made of wood. And he, he taps it, and another sigil appears. And he goes, there you are. Thank you, Cassie. We got an Uber <laughs> driver. It's like a rotary <laughs> ring. You're like, shh. Now, he's <laughs> a very popular man. Very busy. I oh, we believe, believe it. it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But thank you. And he puts the ring on one of his clawed fingers. and Actually, no, he puts it on his tail. It was on the tip of his tail. We must protect Keskes at all costs. Yes. <laughs> he must live to the, 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 the festival. The priority goes Snuggle Beasts, Keskes, everyone else. Yes. Then ourselves. <laughs> then ourselves. <laughs>
Uh, so you guys descend the tower steps. Uh, as you kind of do, you hear the, the creaking of the greatest treasure pull away from the dock and head off into unknown distances until plot requires him again. <laughs> Have your number! Um, I'd like to pull everyone kind of aside in like an alleyway or something. Okay. Uh, so when you actually get to the bottom, there are people waiting for you. Uh, so the, uh, mayor, Mayor Balin, uh, sorry, Balin Heck is Mr. there. Mr. Heck. Mr. Heck. Uh, the Arcanum, uh, Justicar, Whitehall, is standing there. And surprisingly, Instructor, Cryer, and Holly are also standing there. And Holly, Holly sees all of you kind of exit, and she, she runs up and she goes, I am so glad that you are all okay. Is everything fine? So Does anybody we. need any healing? Yes. I'm fine, and I'm like blood coming out of my nose. <laughs> uh, so she will go Broken ahead arm. and uh, she'll do a cure wounds just at the first level. One d8 plus two. Which one's the d8 again? Yeah, it's a tricky <laughs> one. So uh, eight healing uh, to Victor, and then you said you need this. I, I'm okay. Though? I'd rather. Thank you. And so she, yeah, she kind of does this complex motion, and then she just seems to like push out a little bit of energy from her own body and into yours. And uh, Cryer comes up and he goes, I owe you all the deepest apologies of Miller Bryce College. Apparently one of my students decided to, I guess the best word would be snitch on your location and what you were doing. Uh. So on Brandon? behalf, yes. Hmm. Little punch face himself. So on behalf of the entire Miller Bryce College, you have our sincerest apologies for that misunderstanding and as soon as we find Brander we will bring him to justice he's but run off or he's just in the festival he's run off huh do you need someone to play the weeping swordsman <laughs> he, he did afraid, a very good job earlier I'm afraid that production is not I'm sorry that, that production Long is story. not currently uh, in run but we'll consider you for next time sorry um, yeah. player question I, I'm I'm not sure that what he's alluding to as far as that he snitched on our the location. Minotaur. The Minotaur. Yeah, he let the bandits know. Because at the end of our, end of our fight, he was slow on the uptake. He was a little, he was a little ticked off. Right, 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 right. And you did hear the Minotaur say that uh, the boy was right after all. Uh, when he first came I missed well. that. Sort of oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. You'll catch yeah. it on the rewatch. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it'll sound really great. Um, Bolt's going to walk up to uh, just a car, Whitehall. Yeah. Just a car. Uh, on that note, there is something we do have to inform you. A uh, group of bandits did attack us, and we did take them out. So they are incapacitated. Show, show the horn. The minute's a horn. I didn't grab the horn. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the horn. Oh, yes, my... I will. I turned, I turned Sari into a saw and just... <laughs> Craggy? Not, Craggy, not myself. <laughs> You're like gnawing on it. What are you talking about? really not weird. Exactly. We're going to need more of Time magic people. messes with you. Wonderful. <clears throat> All right. Well. Oh, and also, uh, inside of Obliquid, um, Olobend Forest, I came across this, and I pull out the tumor jar, and I wiggle it a little bit. And she, like, and she takes it. She's like, that's a very serious thing. Is this all there was? After we 
burn the rest of it, yes. It's about uh, 80 feet wide. Vomitous mass, I believe. Yes. Well, thank you for your service there, and I see that you've returned Einor, and oh, Balin Heck yes. has already taken her to go get judging. And um, with the first of the bad news, we have the good news. You have way to make the mud, mud people go away. The good news <laughs> is um, we found the source of the attacks. Um, it was an unhappy... Well, it's complicated. I'm guessing this had something to do with it, and she shakes the jar of yes. flesh. <laughs> yes. Yes. We believe the attacks will stop or will be stopping soon. The attacks will stop or will be stopping soon. In theory, this core is from a a bit of mud that we found. Mm -hmm. Really? So the the ember core is what you're specifically referring to. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Oh, Oh, okay. So you did, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that was an Eve They gave me a, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so I'm just like, here's some You didn't see me, I was going. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, Grant says, well, it sounds like the mission was a success then. It was, and of course we rescued Einor. Yes, I I can see that. Um, We did all the side quests and the main quests. (laughs) (laughs) Now Um, there's a matter of payment, Yes, if you'd like to come back to the Arcanum, we would definitely be able to finish up payment there. I didn't bring it with me, I assume that... That would be something that you we assumed we would fail. I assumed that there would be more paperwork to deal with. I'm just teasing you, <laughs> Jessicar. Mm. And she just was oh, walking off. <laughs> Shall we follow her? I think that went well. Let's do it. This is there something you seem like you had something you wanted to say. What else did I want to say? You were trying to pull us aside. Well, it was before, to, it was to get our story straight. Before <laughs> Miss, Miss, whatever it pants. It was to get our story oh, straight. Oh. And to Jeff, say what we were, oh, we're not going to bring that <laughs> as the core. Come over here. You almost blew the cover. Way to go. I forgot that uh, we don't trust them. That Wait, so there's the core, and then there's the the elemental. Yeah, so there's the, sh- well, there's the there's core, the and then there's the shard. Right. Yeah. We give them the core. We gave them yes, either. we gave them. I, you I gave them the sample. You the skin sample. Which was the third thing that we grabbed from there. Right. Okay. The shard. We're keeping. Yes. Yep. For ourselves, nobody knows. What was the shard again? That's what, the glowy light test. thing. Oh. And, and then, then go, that wasn't the core. The ember the core, core was when it, it was inside the of the. Okay. Ember core was the guardian's. Yeah. Core. It was we're supposed fire, to bring back fire to life. Elemental. For some reason, I thought those were the same thing. Uh-huh. So, okay. Mm. Good. Okay. Glad I'm not the only one slow on the uptake. <laughs> yeah, this episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Playing on the wrong night. It's messing with But we, we did not <laughs> give her the core. No. Ember core. No, okay. I alluded to it, okay. and, then, and then you were kicked. Uh, so you go, back, kicked. you go back to the Arcanum <laughs> headquarters. Uh, she pays you so. the 30 gold each. Plus uh, 50 gold bonus for uh, Einor, and that's to the party. So 10 gold each. 40 gold if you split it up. Yeah. And she has you all sign uh, writs of completion. Uh, she has you sign <laughs> other paperwork for you know all the, the bandits that you killed and everything. Sign statements and everything like that, um, but it's not. I use my ring for all of them. Yeah. You said you said forty. Sorry. Uh, forty gold total. Yes. 
And about like about like twenty minutes into signing paperwork, uh, the doors burst open, and Balin Heck rushes in. He goes, "There you two are! Come on, come on! We need to have you your results for the brew bash. We Sorry, need to announce so, the winner." So much red tape around this place. Oh, yes, I'm sure this could be handled later, right, Justicar? And she's like, "Actually, we really should do it." He's like, "Wonderful, wonderful!" And then he leads you out. <laughs> and, and, and he says, "Do you need your entourage with you? Entourage, come on, let's go, everyone." Um, it's not very. You Light, o- you, them you, entourage. you you owe us for getting you out of all that paperwork. I say after we get out of earshot. The Justicar can be a little uh, heavy-handed when it comes to doing things in the proper way, and it's easier just to you know let you enjoy the festival for the rest of the evening after that nasty business that we had to have you go yes. through. I agree. I, I'm afraid I might need to bow out for a little bit. I actually, I want to go look for. Oh, he's got someone to meet. Oh, I, mean, I actually have an errand to run as well. Uh, I will go ahead and find someone to exchange. The gems for uh, that we got okay. from the treasure mm-hmm. Ezra, along with the weapons. Are you leaving um, us as well? That might be better served tomorrow. Because I, I, I'm not it is festival I, night. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Okay. So if there's something gotcha. personal that you need to do, feel free. But just so you know, you're probably not gonna find a ledgerman working this late on festival okay. night. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Uh, so he he guides you away. So before we get to the bulk of the party, then. Uh, Victor, go ahead and roll me just a investigation check or perception check to see if you can find Yinny. Was she kidnapped? (laughs) That's a 12 total. Uh, So you don't find her. She finds you. As you're kind of walking through the crowd, you're looking around a little bit and she and she comes walking up. She's no longer in the in the like knife dancer outfit that she was wearing the beginning of the day. It looks like she's off duty now. Or, you know. What does a knife dancer outfit look like? Uh, whatever they want it to be. Hers was a very much like a multicolored uh, red, blue, green, kind of like a, a rainbow colored uh, silk affair that mm. she had on. Silk yeah. affair. Yeah. Silk affair <laughs> to remember. Ribbons. Yinny in the Technicolor dagger coat. Dagger mm. coat. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and she had, she had, of course, she had her blades in, in her hair and everything. And now it's just kind of like cascading, um, like a, uh, Hey, another Star Wars oh, reference. Return of the Jedi Leia after the Ewoks uh, braid her hair somehow. <laughs> she sounds... Does she still weave it in her hair and she has hero wind? Like, a little bit. Like, there's, there's a little bit of hero wind. You can get me through and, and she says, uh, hey, Victor. Hey, Yinny, it's, it's good to see you. I'm, I'm glad I was able to make it back. Yeah, I heard there was some nasty business with you guys. And... Yeah, Brander might be on my shit list. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, usually on everybody's, but if it's more serious than that, I'm very sorry. He was really just kind of a, a you know, a, a, an assignment partner, not really a friend or anything like that. It's okay. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Um, I would hate to punch his face and have someone else care for him. Um, yes, I I was. Uh, if you're not doing anything, I was hoping you could show me some things. Um, I've learned a few things on the way. It's pretty cool. I could show you, right. and I'll throw what the dagger and then pull it back. You? <laughs> you've can, you've bonded. Well, I did. It's, it was quite magnanimous, and I tried to talk about it with the others, and they all looked at me like I was stupid. Well, well, yeah. I think I could hear it. I don't know. In their voices, it was disappointment. I mean, if you want, we can go to the end of the festival and see the closing festivities, or we can just. I mean, I'd be happy to talk to you about it. Uh, you, we can wait till the end. It is fine. I, uh, I'm sure there's other things. The, well, the have Brubash ever, competition. Yeah, the, they're going to announce the winner there, and then they'll go through uh, just the final feast. If you if you're hungry, that sounds great. Cool. Oh, and dare they 
Yeah. So you guys start walking out together. Knife dancers Again, make the best turkey cards. Completely <laughs> oblivious to any anyone else's thoughts around you as you both start like talking shop immensely like also like what was the final like step in the connection kind of thing. Um and the rest of you converge. You you, you see Victor and Yinny huddled like whispering to each other about who knows what. I'm uh, and I'll, I'll I'll reveal to her like the during that that I found a blade and I'll show her the blade, and I'll tell her that I'm basically a, on the, like a honor. What do you call that? I'm honor bound to try and find who it belongs to. Oh, that's right. Holy crap! That's that's honor. Obsidian. Yeah. It, it is. That's and you actually like that's rare. They don't. They I mean, you you know your people. Like, you guys don't usually let your daggers out of your sight. No, at all. it's not without uh, you either being dead or worse. Well, I mean, I guess the closest. I mean, if you want some advice, I kind of know a little bit about the people around here. In, if in the if there's anyone you can lead, uh, tell me that might have a lead on this, I'm open to it. Uh, well, not in Six Hills, but if you go to Salzport, I've heard that there are some old, or there's an old uh, member of the Eight Rings that might have more information. Salzport, that's that will be very helpful. Thank you. Okay, cool. That's. May I see it, or would that be taboo? I... I... I suppose... I can't. <laughs> I, I, he's very... very, very, very taboo. Very, I mean, you haven't even gotten a date yet. Very reluctant. Very reluctant. Just know this is. Uh, I have bonded with this blade. Be careful with it. Of course. And she, and she, she takes it. She understands the reverence of, of what having a bonded blade means. Uh, and so she just like quickly examines it, makes sure not to, not to be disrespectful in any way. She doesn't. She doesn't try any fancy knife moves with it or anything. And if like she does, that. I'd pull it back immediately. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but she's she's very reverent with it, and then hands it back to you, and she says, "That is an impressive blade." The black door, and it's his name. Oh. Well, here and she in, in return, she actually she actually hands you her her long knife that you saw her uh, sharpening, and she says, "This uh, this one, I mean, I guess I don't really have names for them. Is that something that we're uh, supposed to do? Is name the blades?" But she she hands you her her main knife to kind of be like tip for tap kind of thing. I would yeah, I'll, I'll respect it. it. And, <laughs> and by the mystery of knife dancers, <laughs> you are now married. <laughs> I'll say, no, it's it's not you. Exchanging of blades. I have not named any of my blades. It's more that they speak to you. Um, when you get to a certain um, familiarity, it's, it's, it's almost as if you're, you're close to its essence. That's crazy. Maybe. You went from not being bonded at all to knowing more about knife dancing than I seem to. Uh, maybe, maybe you need to teach me. Forged in fire, I, I could show you. Okay. <laughs> fade right. to black. Whoa. <laughs> that uh, is steamy. Fade, fade, to, fade to blackthorn. <laughs> this is so hard yeah. to like, keep a straight face. I'm um, sorry. I am, okay. I'm like <laughs> an steamy. adolescent boy. <laughs> it's so funny. Just remember, kids, whenever you want to roleplay romance, it has to be with the TM. <laughs> or one of the other players, I suppose. But yep. yeah, Mostly it's me. It's with the NPC from I'm sorry, eyes. and then um, this, this can be not part of this, but then I was just reminded of the 
Is that a flute in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you guys. I'll tell okay. you guys the story. All right. Um, so first of all, I need to hear what you guys think is the winner for the brewmaster. Oh, definitely the um. Uh, oh gosh, the oh, crazy wine vodka. No. Mm-mm. The Chateau Marlene. Chateau Marlene. Uh, so he he takes your recommendations and you kind of. Like, I'm assuming. Like I don't know if that was. No, that was definitely well. yeah. the best. Uh, so you take you take your scorecard and you you score everybody up based on like presentation and taste and like various other factors that Corey doesn't know about alcohol. <laughs> uh, you did a spite how many the barrels. How many uh, cute creatures they had along with them. The uh, elemental, <laughs> the churning elemental was adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, the cake pony was a little disturbing. Yeah, yes. but where but can cool. we get one? You said we could write them, right? I mean, if you buy one from the people, maybe. How much do they cost? You would have to go talk to... Uh-oh. Okay, maybe some other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so... After he he takes your uh, cards and he, he kind of goes through them and and Einor you can you can see that Einor is getting like a a private presentation from each of the individual mm-hmm. people because of the, the nature of uh, what happened in and you can see that her reactions are not quite as innocent as yours are like her 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 taste is more critical she's definitely like scrunching her nose a lot more. Um, you can tell that she's definitely more of the food critic. It's like the guy from Ratatouille. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like very, very... Yeah, she's very ego. Um, and when she's done, she just fills out the score scorecard silently, hands it off to Bailey Heck, and he takes it. And he goes through and he goes, Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, everybody, quiet, please. They're all talking at the same time. It's rude. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he says, We've got the results in for the Brewbash competition, so if everyone could come up here and uh, or all the competitors, <laughs> no, not everybody. Uh, all of the competitors come up here, and uh, so Holix, uh, Hathorn Mirth, the the couple from Esther, um, all of the different Hellbend competitors. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, They all they all march up on stage, and he says, uh, first of all, we wanted to give an honorable mention. Um, Einor uh, specifically said that the uh, wine from Esther was very good. Uh, so everybody give our friends from Esther a round of applause and everybody and even though like even though they know they didn't won, uh Gail and Gail and her husband look incredibly impressed that Einor specifically re- mm. recommended them for an honorable mention. And he goes, and of course uh, this year's winner by uh, pretty much a landslide is Chateau Morlane and everybody mm. cheers and and he and the um, oh, what's the gentleman's name? Uh, math. Names. Math names. Um, his name, the girl's name was like Nickelside, something Nickelside. Yeah, Margaret Nickelside. Yeah, yeah. his name was. Wait, somebody pulled the yeah. Full of himself. Douchey yeah, full of himself. Yeah, that sounds about right. Brander um, 2.0. Galen. Yes. Galen Hawk, yeah. So uh, Galen and Margaret take a deep bow. Uh, the other ones politely clap. You can see that. Uh, Mr. Battle Bristle is a little, uh, he's bristling at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hathor and Marth are just kind of like, as soon as they get the announcement, they kind of just nod to each other and then just leave the stage. <laughs> they're not very. Like, as usual. Yeah, they're not, they're not very, they're very stoic about it. Uh, Holix uh, goes over and shakes their hands and very, very good. And he comes over and he actually shakes each of the judges' hands. And he, mm-hmm. did, and he says, thank you very much for judging the competition. 
Um, I know it was your first time. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Immensely. Good. Perhaps a bit too much. <laughs> I, he- I heard the stories from the medical tent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you did very well. You held yourselves up very well for a first time. Judges. This is Hollix? Yeah, this is Hollix. Yep, the Minotaur, right? Awkward. I've <laughs> killed one of you. Yeah. Suppose you're. Well, no. well, you've also killed two humans, but you don't really yeah, care about true. talking to any that's other true. humans. Yeah, they're kind of like cockroaches, though. Yeah, humans. humans. humans? <laughs> no, that's that cockroach guy over there. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what? Thank you, Hollix. It's very kind of you to come and. Uh, no problem. We'd we'd love to take a tour of 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 the of the vineyard sometime. Oh yeah, come on by. We're just up uh, up in Pellbend. We're we're basically the the tribe of Minotaur that runs Nature Brew. You, you'll see a bunch of little elementals running around and everything. It'll be fun. Oh, so cute. <laughs> so if you happy, happy. Happy. you don't. <laughs> she holds out the, the ring. Want to stay in touch? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that I I'm never mind. Never I'm mind. happily engaged, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, the you offer. see the nose ring? Yep. That's, it's that's, gold. I didn't that's realize that. That's that must be what they meant. call that where you are from. Yeah. Stay in touch. Yeah, it's I mean it's it, it, it you could trade it out for that if you really want. <clears throat> some, some people like to wear it on the tail or on the, the finger, but uh, or on the horn. Some people like the horn cap one. But, uh, uh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty, isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, he he got it straight from Gore, actually. So Gore. Yeah, the the big elemental, elemental. underneath. Uh, oh, I Gordon see. Vale. Yeah, he went there and he talked to him a little bit and got it, and here we are. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, if you excuse me, I gotta go get back to. I gotta go set the or take down the booth and make sure the elemental doesn't get too unruly. Ooh. And you can see off in the distance these little like bursts of rum start coming out from the the yurt. Jeez, and yeah. Pardon, pardon. You know, marrying a brewer <laughs> will save you on catering costs, especially if you have an open bar. I am definitely not catering that affair. <laughs> <laughs> he mutters as he walks away. <laughs> Both so economical. <laughs> hey, uh, so after after that. Bailey Heck gives just a quick speech, just being like, I know you're all pretty drunk right now. Thanks again for coming to the festival. Enjoy the feast. Again, uh, my wife, uh, Ceci, worked really hard for it, so please eat up. And everybody claps and cheers, and, and then immediately there's this mad scramble for like the buffet tables mm-hmm. and to find like a good table where everybody can sit down and everything. So, yeah. So that's it. You guys Let's spend a nice them. evening night uh, just relaxing. Uh, Victor and Yinny talk well into the evening uh, about knife dancing. Uh, she does take you back to her place, but mostly for more like practice and meditation and whatnot. Uh, but nobody else knows yeah, <laughs> to continue with the trend. Um, <laughs> and then again, you guys get to spend the evening in the inn that you guys have been staying in. So, Wonderful. Yeah. The bull's whistle. The bull's whistle. Yep. Okay. And that is. I'm feeling a little more guilty now yes. staying in the bull's whistle than I did before we killed the Minotaur. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yes. It'll be all right. Sure. As you walk by the bartender, you're like, oh, gee. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> walking around with the Minotaur. Okay. Yeah. You're like, whistling. You also killed two Be humans, nice. an orc. Well, I I you know. killed three humans. No, you killed Minotaurs two. Minotaurs just seem more rare. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> Uh, around here. It's like killing a unicorn here. Come on, man. But yeah, um, does Unicorns anybody have anything that they want to do before 
bed slash end here because we are running. We're rolling uh, down. I would like to try and unlock some more of my book. Okay. So if I can do an arcana roll. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and allow it. Usually, you you can usually just do one a day, but since like it's like one a session is fine. Okay. Since you have an hour. I think 200 is the next yeah. one, right? Okay. That's right. I, I was tentatively wanting to do like some shopping, but if nothing's open, then... Yeah, you'll have to wait till tomorrow. Everybody's at the... All the Ledgermans are at the festival, so... Okay. Yeah. Um, Eve will just check the ring and see if there are any messages. Uh, there is a message, actually. It's you up from Clutterbook. No. Clutterbook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, is, it is a message from... Uh, and again, you, you have more Wait, than one sigil on. on the ring now. There's two messages. One that's you up, and the other one's from Keskas that says, I'm up. I'm and up. It's a, it's a picture, a selfie of him way up in the sky. <laughs> Holding out the ring like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't know you had that function. Function. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> Whoa. That sounds, that sounds know, like a bad word. It was just a mistake. Um, <laughs> we are a PG-13 program here. Yeah, that means you can say it once. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I can mistakenly say it once. Um, so your ring has sigils on it now, right? Okay. Because it's not just the one command word. So they they are going to uh, light up, and it's still mm -hmm. going to become cold when you do receive a message. But you'll be able to see like uh, your employer is that kind of cold blue. Uh, glitter bug is kind of a, a pink a sigil, and it looks like a pair of uh, butterfly wings on the ring itself. And then um, Cass has is a a gear that. When it it just starts smoking, literally the ring just starts smoking as uh, when he uh, sent you a message. But it is cold. Okay, so I will. Uh, Eve touches the ring and oh. says base. Okay, uh, so you get a, a rather long message actually. Oh. Um, uh, you, normally you get like one or two word replies from him, but yeah. it says uh, this one says negotiations complete. Employer would like to meet this. Book carrier. Please bring to Terabon at earliest convenience. Okay. Hmm. Oh no. <clears throat> um, okay. Okay. By the way, I also want to mention that you no longer have the blessing of the fame because the mission that you were on is mm. okay. has, has faded away. Um, Eve will send back a message. Well, actually, Eve is going to go to Sari's room. Okay. Is, is Sari in their room at this point? Yes. Okay. Sari. Yes, Evie. Can I, can I come in? Of course. I, I was going to say something that sound, was going to sound inappropriate okay. about a bath, but I'll not say that. Do you want to take a bath? That's what I always do. <laughs> it is just a giant tub in there. Yes. I don't know. Like, There's nothing else. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's the Harry Potter bath. It's like in the Wild West now. There's two tubs next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like chilling. Yeah, <laughs> it does turn into whatever we want, right? Yeah, two, yeah, two cloth I'm, two I'm cloth like tubs. having two tubs. That's like a Viagra commercial. <laughs> This is a nice yeah, like uh, like a, like a uh, the face mask on and the cucumber yes. slices. Yeah. Oh, that's like, like spa spa day spa spa evening. A hot hot mud bath. There's um, a there's a Balin clan goblin going. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Big palm leaves. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know how we got here. 
We're just glad that we're actually existing again. That, that's where they, they go missing. <laughs> yeah. They get absorbed into the bull's whistle. Yeah. That's the accidents they keep having, right? Yeah. Mr. Mystery solved. These are the individual mares. Life is pain. <laughs> that is very dark. Um, so Eve just sits beside the tub and says, Sarah, I don't, I don't know what to do. Lucan, my employer, mm -hmm. he sent me a message that said the individual who's employed us to find this book wants to meet mm. with Ezra in Terabon. Interesting. Have you told, have you told, um, Luca much about me yet, by chance? No. Well, why don't we go and pretend that I'm Ezra? I like that idea. I just... It may be putting you in danger. That's all right. I'm used to danger. Okay. And perhaps if, if, if our new companions would like to join us, they could come maybe disguised or sort of watching from an alley or something like that, and, and we could try and get a little more information on who this employer is without endangering Ezra? I, Directly? I think that's a great idea. Excellent. Would you like a tub? I've got I've got a second one for you. <laughs> you can take I, it with you. She I, just, I just put my <laughs> okay. I, I just put my cucumbers back over my arm. <laughs> the bath salts. Okay. And 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 sh before she before she cannonballs um into her own tub, she um <laughs> will send a message back. Okay. That says I will be departing tomorrow and okay. headed for Terrebonne. Sounds good. Uh, up the long road, that'll probably take you um, several days, probably, well, let's say, like, like a week, week and a half. Maybe travel. we could get a ride from uh, our new... King pony? He's gone. Kes Kes. Kes Kes. Kes Kes the king pony. He's doing the king pony ru uh, run. Yep. It's like a Kessel yeah. run. Both <laughs> He's doing the Kes Kes run. <laughs> Kes Kes run. Yes. Uh, he, was, he was leaving when we left the towers. So. Yeah. yeah. Alright, I does anybody else want to do anything? Good to so, go. So Bolt's just gonna sit in the room and mm -hmm. I guess try to meditate or reflect on their thoughts. Try to see if any other memories or anything else comes up again, or even just start just think about the same vision they had while they were uh, unconscious in all of its Okay. Uh, so as you as you are kind of sitting there thinking and, and trying to recall these memories. Um, you don't get any faces, but you do start hearing names in your head that you've never heard before. I'm going to grab these names for you. Uh, Cal. Marcus. Helm. And Callie. Those are the those are the four names that uh, you you can kind of tell which one they relate to, but again, they're still just these blobs of darkness. You can't really they don't really clear up in your mind at all. Okay. But you do have a little bit more to go on after seventy five years of not knowing where you came from, or if there was anybody who even who even knows where you came from. You Finally, a lead. Names. Yep. Um, and throughout it all. 
uh, the festival ends and another year passes, or basically it passes in uh, to a wonderful time that we will find out what happens next time, I suppose. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Thanks, uh, session six. Next time we'll see. Probably, it sounds like we're going to be heading to Terrabon next. So that's very as exciting. long as everyone's in agreement. And then uh, tomorrow, like so, uh, as far as the next day goes, um, you guys before you head out, you'll be able to sell off any gear. We'll go ahead and do that in the in the chat as well, sure. uh, just because that's boring for everybody sure. else at home. Uh, so you guys will be able to buy and sell what you want, and we'll find out what that is in full next time. So. I need to upgrade my armor, okay. but it's expensive. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining. Thanks, we'll see guys. You again. See ya.